All right, here we are with Exalted versus World of Darkness, City of the Bull God, Season 1, Episode 9. Uh, today we have with us here... Wait, we're in November 2021, and today we have... Brendan as the Storyteller. Peter as Sir Rigel Star, the Celestial Sensor as Solar Twilight. Devin as End of Sadness of the Infernal Exalted. Holden as Layla Church of the Infernal Exalted. And Sam as Rowan of the No Moon Lunars. For some fucking reason, I hate in my head that it's been going Sam and then me, and that's not true. <laughs> I've always been last, <laughs> but I, yeah. can, I can swap if you want. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, no, guys, it's totally fine. We totally, we totally did that great. My brain is just like, First why try. is he fucking it up? Why is he fucking it up? And then so, I was like, wait, no, he's not. I am fuck. So I know that it's been so long for us since we got together. Oh, um, God, yeah. Does anyone want to give me a recap on uh, what we did last week? And talk about uh, this week. Well... Rowan delivered some forlock to the owl spirit and warned it that it's, you know, an evil thing that nobody should drink it, but... We drank yeah, it. That, that brought the apocalypse that, you know, I dream of one step closer. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes, one of the first horns of Gehenna was sounded. What a doot wolf. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> doot, 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 doot. Uh, and then Layla went to Carfax Abbey and had a whole episode dealing with, you know, Andrew Parker and Cook and all that stuff. Andrew Parker's now my bitch. <laughs> that he is. Crowned with fury, it's a fun charm. <laughs> it's so good. And then she got shipped with Darius Alucard and Sebastian Wolf Knight III. Uh, you can thank my wife for those names. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and then you guys all got some information about Elysium, which uh, Elysium is ha- is happening on Halloween night because, you know, that's timely and appropriate since we're recording uh, a few days after Halloween. Um Besides that, there were some in-between session uh, roles that happened. Um, I believe that Rigel wanted to present a gift at Elysium. Yeah, Rigel wants to make a statement, opening statement thing, and create some nice work of art for the vampires there. You know, give a big piece to the prince and some smaller pieces to everybody else, because it's, uh, what should I call it, a polyptic? Uh, how do you pronounce that name, actually? Yeah, Polyptych, I think. Mm-hmm. It's like a multi-part painting, sort of. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah. We can go into the details, I guess, when they are presented. And, yeah, but yeah, he spent, you know, his crafting spent charms and so on and so on. And quite a lot. You've spent a, quite a bit of essence to at least have an animal flare happen uh, when you were doing this. And had to spend about a week just thinking about it to get it all done. Yeah. Considering that this is your shtick. 
you you pulled it off within a week, which is actually quite impressive. Uh, essentially, before we get to describe what happened, is uh, Pete made a wonder uh, a, a level one wonder that is gonna actually be pretty cool. Uh, even though I'm saying that it's a level one wonder, it's actually pretty rad. It's gonna it's probably, thematic. It's thematic, and it might uh, cause some ripples to happen throughout the campaign. That's a yeah. I unlock Wonderfork Forging Genius. Woohoo! Fifteen XP spent. Oh my! Now you can make mage artifacts. Thank you, whatever yeah. Mercado, for writing such consistent rules. Yeah. <laughs> Such consistent rules as I hold up Mage Revised and not Mage 20 because that's how I learned. <laughs> anyway, so the Night of Elysium has come. Um, you all prepare in your own ways. Uh, we can figure out how that you all look and dress for a fancy event, as Andrew Parker has told you. Uh, Elysium is not a small affair, but Elysium for the Camarilla is held at Highgate Cemetery, one of the most prestigious cemeteries in all of London, holding such greats as Douglas Adams, Karl Marx, and Bob Hoskins. (laughs) Here, uh, for the... uh, for for Elysium, uh, they haven't really done the opening up, uh, the entrance up, I should say. Not the opening. Wow, I'm drunk. <laughs> Don't mind me. The, uh, the, oh, the entrance of Elysium is, uh, just has a singular guard at it, uh, a ghoul guard to be specific, who is basically checking paperwork and helping people in. Um, but... I know that End of Sadness has some drones that probably did some scouting, uh, considering that I know how much you... Oh, so much scouting. Uh, So... Birds and rats, Outside of... Outside... So I'm just going to kind of give this to you real quick, just to kind of set the scene, as well as since you would know anyway. Um, As far as a bird's eye view goes, um, about a couple hundred feet in where that it wouldn't be noticeable from anything, but like a satellite view or drone view. Um, the cemetery is done up in, uh, finery. Uh, there are, uh, areas where that, uh, small walls have been erected to, uh, show off paintings. Uh, other people are congregating. There are multiple, um, led lights that are strung up on a string that are kind of going throughout the trees of Highgate. Uh, there are people, and small social circles that are congregating along uh, thematically appropriate um, gravestones. So, like, you can kind of guess that the Anarchs are probably hanging out near Karl Karl Marx's grave, whereas the Toreadors might be hanging out near, like, actor graves or something like that. Um, But basically, all of Elysium is kind of spread out throughout this very large cemetery. So there's enough room for uh, your average goth to kind of wander in on Halloween night and mm, you know, maybe they don't show up again on on uh, November 1st. But generally speaking, it is pretty walled off from other supernaturals. There's besides guards that just kind of let people through in the largest air quotes possible. Um, 
most other supernaturals would not be able to get through. But you guys are not most other supernaturals. You have an invitation. An invitation with the name of that one Sedite that you sent to the Camarilla, or that one Sedite ghoul that you sent to the Camarilla. Um, Shaggy. And a man named... Yes. And a man named Andrew Parker. So, you all roll up to Elysium. Um, it is Halloween. Did you guys show up in costume? Oh my god, you have no idea. Did we like coordinate at all, or are we going to go from, okay. from the gamut from super serious to super silly? Do we want to coordinate, or do we want to do our own thing? Because I have my own thing planned out, but I can also coordinate. I, I kind of think it's funnier if we get into completely disparate costumes. All right, who wants to go first then? Uh, oh, I'm no. going cheap thrift store zombie makeup, like. No question about it. We're talking like bought at Poundland five minutes before we fucking left the Gamma Cave. <laughs> Poundland. Oh my god. It's a thing. Yeah, dollar Is store. Really? I know. It's just you translate. Yeah, it's it. a, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's it's, it's a UK's version of the dollar of the Dollar Tree. Man, I thought you were joking about that. <laughs> Yeah, I thought you made that up. Like, that was a Thatcher, like, Farthing store. Like, it's Farthing's or Austerity. Jeez. <sighs> anyway, who's up next? Uh, I'll go. Uh, Rowan decided to pull out his old uh, Street Magician's outfit. And has gone in a very classic cloak, black and white, with a nice masquerade mask. And he's going to have the antlers exposed, because it's Halloween. Why not? Nice. Fancy. Okay. Um, I guess uh, Rachel would go as the Vitruvian man. So, you know, adding some extra Sick. legs and arms and, yeah, styling himself after that. Are you, like, wearing clothes or are you, like, like holding on to the wheels and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing clothes. I'll go okay. coffee. I was right. gonna say, I, I was gonna say if he's holding on to the wheel, is he like a wheel skeleton from Dark Souls? All right, yeah, he's holding on to the wheel those and boys. doing the helicopter to move himself. <laughs> Christ! Uh, end yeah, of sadness. Dress themselves up uh, as the somnibalist from the cabinet of Doctor Caligari, but there is an intro to it. Like there's a there's a thing for it for the party. Okay. So, like, when we arrive, end of sad. I don't know if you guys want to come with end of sad. End of sadness is coming in a hearse. You, you freaking would. Um, do you guys arrive with end of sadness, or do you all arrive uh, with, at your own time with a moving van for the pictures? I guess we can have it separate. Oh yeah, we probably should. Yeah, I like show up with the pictures. That's a good idea. Okay, how? Okay. What's your evidence, Neil? Keep Oh, uh, 
so the hearse is driven by a skeleton, like, from Spirit Halloween. Like, it's clearly been rigged up to look like it's driving, because, you know, it's a ghost car. I make cars into demons. So the hearse with a casket drives up. Um, six of those Atlas robots Peter bought me with his money that I haven't had anything to do with, because their battery power is garbo until they get a good military battery out in the next couple of months. All dressed as Dr. Caligari in, like, a black coat and a stove pop hat. Get out pick up the casket in the back, and they're going to bring it into the cemetery. Which end of sadness is in the casket? Wow. I didn't have anything to do with the robots. Their batteries are too short. I'm just going to catch a ride in with Sam because I don't want to bring my bike where vampires can mess with it. That's completely fair. So you basically get in, get brought in in the uh, in the coffin. Uh, your, I guess that y- did you tell anyone about this going in, or did you just kind of show up? Uh, I don't know. Do you like, guys you want Andrew know? Parker? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know who Andrew Parker is. I've never met this person, but I'll definitely give, (laughs) I'll definitely give Layla, Rowan and Rigel a heads up. Well, probably going to cover that. Make a grand entrance. Well, I'll coordinate what I'm doing. (laughs) Okay. So you're going to, so I was asking, so I knew if the uh, security was going to stop a a coffin from being brought in because that's definitely not, one of, the, one of the robots, which is a robot, it's an Atlas robot. You can look them online. They're real. Robots are real now. Hands the infestation an invitation to the security person. Okay. The security person. Oh yeah, person. crocodile friend. Never mind. I'm a fucking liar. Crocodile friend who's dressed <laughs> up as an undertaker. No. All the robots are dressed up as like black cloaked mourners. The crocodile uh, whispers of the labyrinth is dressed up as uh, Dr. Caligari from the Count of Dr. Caligari. And he, with his stove pop hat and cane, gives the invitation. Okay. Um, I'm not going to lie. I thought that you Good were save, about Pete. to say that. <laughs> great, great save. I thought that your I thought that you were actually about to say that your crocodile friend was uh, dressed up as Paul Bearer. I got very excited there. No. No, so, uh, Doctor Caligari, they were not uh, whispers. Gives the uh, the invite to uh, one of the local uh, enforcers, and they look it over. They will get everything, and they go, "Yeah, okay." Uh, bring it uh bring it in about uh, a little bit to where that everyone can check it and then and then you're good um okay guys he's doing a bit you, I, I i know that, okay wait he's going to like look at it and be like please set it down for a moment whispers is like you probably don't want to do that listen we need to double check anyone who comes into Elysium for weapons. Um, these are military robots. Also, if we wanted to bring weapons in, we drop them from the sky in uh, drones. 
Also, my master is in this coffin, and because we share a special bond, because I'm his chosen animal companion, I can sense his growing frustration with you delaying this. And my master is the type of person that goes to the manager after the tantrum, not before. So why don't we just let him on in, and we have a fun Halloween that everyone jokes about, not a sad Halloween where everyone remembers you. Okay, but... I need to Are make the sure. The rest of us not... here yet, or did he arrive first? Oh my god! <laughs> I think he arrived first. Uh, this guy's gonna go right, but I need to make sure that you're not bringing in any weapons into Elysium. These are military-grade robots. They are weapons. I am also a weapon, as is my master. My master is an apocalyptic angel. Also, do you not know how mages work? Mages have portal technology. Ugh. This guy just kind of looks, this this person just kind of looks at you and just goes, listen, I just ah, need to check. I warned weapons. you, buddy. <laughs> uh, so whispers claps and all the robots spring to action and start setting the coffin up on an angle. Uh, and it starts to open up like with a split down the middle and end of sadness is in there with their arms crossed and the fireworks go off in this dude's face. <laughs> oh no! Roses. Oh, no. Let me. Okay, this this sounds like a fire frenzy roll. Um, Let me see a vampire. Yes. Oh shit! I thought he <laughs> was some ghoul. Yeah, I thought he no, was some asshole the guy who has to check out Elysium. Well, it's probably better it went off here than in the prince's face. Oh. <laughs> uh. Just, I didn't think I'd need the dice roller this soon, but okay. Fucking guy. Uh, Let's Jesus see. Christ, uh, we can't take you anywhere. Uh, okay, <laughs> I'm a guest. Bed. You don't check your he, guest. It's cool. He got he got four successes. He he like flinches at the sight of the fireworks going off, and then he stares at end of sadness, and he just goes, "Sir, I know that you're new to Elysium." And he just like closes his eyes in like that most customer service look. Kane, give me strength. <laughs> Kane, give me strength. Sir, I know that you're new to Elysium. Are you the sacrifice? He stops. He goes, but it is forbidden to have these kinds of pyrotechnics in the face of creatures who get very freaked out in the... In the, at the sight of fire, please refrain from doing such things. M80s and flamethrowers are most certainly forbidden. Lighters are okay if you give us warning. And he's just like just staring. closing his eyes in that customer service like, I can't believe this is my fucking night. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, I just want to double check because I have my animal companion here and we share a special bond. Did he let you know how mad I'd be if this happened this way? For his sake, I just want to know. For his sake, yes, he most certainly did, sir. However, good, good, good. Uh, Fistprop whispers and continue to ignore this vampire and they will close the lids on me. How, and we will he's going to walk forward. up... The, okay, you know what? The the, the other three of you, the other three of you, are you guys coming in at the entrance that Whispers wanted to go into, or not? Yeah, that Whispers wanted to go into. 
<laughs> just simple yes or no. You know, yeah. Uh, sure. Okay. Okay, red. Okay, so the three of you are going to find an unguarded gate as this vampire neonate who wants to be praised for doing a good job on one of the biggest Elysiums is going to be harassing End of Sadness and Whispers about how it's not cool that they just, like, messed with authority. A hook is this guy's really trying for a promotion. A hook is going to unwind itself from the back of the hearse, loop itself around his collar, and the hearse is going to start to drive away. Oh no! Um, what would you even roll for that? What would I? Even I have roll no. For I guess his. It sounds like this guy needs new athletics. Okay. And we will go inside because this is not my problem. <laughs> I'm going to say since he doesn't know that it's coming, I'm going to just increase the difficulty to eight and give him a minus one dice penalty. And we're just going to see what he gets from there. Please botch. It happens to everyone else. Why not this guy? He doesn't botch. He actually managed to get two successes. Oh my. Um, so I'm going to say that what happens is he's going after you all. Um, but then the, the hook is going to grab him and he's going to be like, wait, no, sir, sir, you have to, you have to let me check it for weapons. You have to, you and he's going to get pulled away. And as you guys are driving up, you all see the hearse driving away as the security guard is untangling himself and like using his vampiric might is going to like pop off the ground, like, like Kung Fu style, like just like just use some potence to just get up and is going to use some celerity to run back to the door before anyone can get there. <laughs> uh, <gasps> keep it All right. And what as does it, the cemetery it, smell like sulfur? <laughs> as it, as it, the next one of you comes up, you can see him like going in and he's just like, Gang, we have an incoming uh, coffin. Uh, might have some uh, relaced uh, fireworks. Please let everyone know who approaches it. Uh, they're being followed by uh, robots, or the robots are carrying it along with uh, some man who. You you guys basically hear this conversation. It's just like, just please make sure that all the kindred around there are warned about this, and that we don't have a fire frenzy riot on fucking Halloween night. Uh. <laughs> All right. Yeah, thanks. Uh, and he like looks up. So who's the next person to show up? Let's just say Rowan. Rowan's just okay. standing there. So Rowan shows up and this guy looks at you and goes, oh, evening, sir. Uh, nice outfit you have there. Uh, invitation, please. Uh, uh, we do have the invitation. Yes, 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 uh, yes, yes, that one here. Uh, there you go. I'm- Is this your card? Check behind your ear. <laughs> oh, that'd be so fucking slick. <laughs> do you want to pull the your invitation from behind his ear? Yes, yes, I do. All right. Um, I'm gonna say just what are the equivalent things to roll for nah you know what I'm gonna say it just happens that's way cooler that it just happens I know that you're a street magician so you just do it so you just 
So you just do it. it. It comes out from behind his ear because he's he's so frustrated with the last guest and he sees and he's immediately uh, a little like, oh, huh, that's nice. So, sir, that's great that you have an invitation that you're prepared to show me. Do you I'm going to have to check you out, though, and make sure you don't have any weapons on you. Sure. Yes. Uh, OK, just don't. Uh, yeah. uh, out of character, do you have any weapons or things you're trying to sneak in? No. Okay, he pats you down, finds nothing. All right, sir. Uh, what was your name? Uh, did we go with code names? Do we have code names upon code names? Your code name's I'm Rowan, I thought. Yeah, it's just Rowan. Yes. Hello. I'm All right, going Rowan, inside uh, now. Nice, let me nice, nice to see you. Uh, go on in. Uh, it's about a uh, hundred feet back that way. That's where you'll see the uh, the entrance to Elysium. Um, it shows here that you're uh, one of the weird guests that Andrew Parker and River Cook and the others have been talking about. So don't worry about refreshments. We'll have a separate table for you all. Don't right. drink the punch. I was just about to go <laughs> ask that because I do not want the punch. Right. You I do want alcohol. Yes, we've we've prepared a table with the finest. We definitely raided a Witherspoon's uh, just this night. <laughs> non-punch table. Uh, so... Lele, um, we'll next. Uh, you go next. I was dealing with something on Discord real quick. Okay. So, Rachel pulls up in the movie van that, you know, starts pulling out what he prepares with vampires, which is a large, three-meter-tall, wrapped, you know, piece of artwork here. The guard is horrified and impressed. Uh, sir, um, invite, please. There you go. He pulls it out, gives it to him as his phantom workers start, you know, unloading the truck. Oh, oh. huh. He just kind of stares at the phantom workers unloading the truck, and he just goes, "Well, sir, I'm gonna have to pat you down. Is that okay?" Uh, sure thing. Okay. Again, like I did with uh, Sam, uh, out of character is Rigel hiding anything to like any weapons? No, I don't think he has any weapons even. Okay. Um, so yeah. then he, I just wanted to make sure if I need yeah, sure, sure. anything. Yeah. Uh, so he pats you down, finds nothing, and then uh, he lets. You and your workers in, obviously. Uh, if he tries to pat down your workers, is there like a feeling to that? Um, since they're your animal workers? I guess they're kind of like people. You know, they're, you know. It's probably unpleasant. Yeah, it's, I think that it's highly unpleasant for him to look at, a let alone touch. But like I mentioned before, if he's willing to stand to try to stand up to end of sadness to uh, to, to to get a promotion, I think that he's willing to touch some of these golden glowy uh, boys. Yeah. Uh, so he does that. He does not try to peek under the uh, the 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 paintings. Uh, yeah. Everything. To, yeah. No, he's not going to. He knows better. Okay. And he lets you through. 
And then finally is Layla Church who's showing up. She's already got the invitation just held out between two fingers. Uh, I assume that you're showing up with uh, Andrew Parker in tow? Fuck no. <laughs> oh, okay. It's definitely different than I thought. Okay, so then you show up without the uh, without the enthralled Toreador. He will probably have made his way in at some point to make sure that the Camarilla knows of your coming in the best possible way. Mm-hmm. And so the guy with him recreationally. The guy will take your invitation, nod, and then look to you and go, "Ma'am, uh, just procedure. I need to make sure that you're not taking in any weapons." And he will like go to give you a pat down. Like I've asked everyone else, are you hiding any weapons? Nah. Okay. He pats you down in the most cordial manner that could really be done, and then he lets you on in. Uh, and with the sense of a job well done, he continues to guard and think about how weird that first guy was. <laughs> he sure was. So you all make it into Highgate Cemetery, where uh, the movers and shakers of vampiric society, as well as their ghouls, uh, numerous as they are, are running about and keeping everything of the night society uh, moving. This is one of their biggest nights as they are uh, discussing politics essentially for the year, um, as well as everything that has changed within the last couple of months, which there have been so many big changes. And yet there is, as soon as you all are in here, there is a tension that is, without even being socially aware, is palpable. They've prepared for your coming. Uh, they've had multiple people talk to them that there are some new big movers and shakers in town and they don't know exactly what that they are or what that they want. Only to be prepared and be ready. Be ready to be amazed. Oh, I'm <laughs> sure they're ready to be amazed. But they're also on edge. You guys are new, and these things, these vampires, are unchanging. And the longer that they remain unchanged, the more hesitant that they are to new things. There's a major gathering that you all are essentially deposited into, where that a lot of the big movers and shakers are. Um, there are many... Nosferatu in trench coats and long-brimmed hats that are hiding their disfigurements. There are people talking to each other in small cliques and others that are moving around between the cliques. And near the uh, near the edge of the cemetery, looking over it all on a displaced throne that sits between the graves of Karl Marx and H.G. Wells uh, is... Well, a throne that's sat upon by the local governing body or, well, the local leader of the Camarilla, a fairly pretty woman for uh, for her time uh, with 
clothing that is outdated but certainly accentuates womanly features and a gaze that is entrancing uh, with deep blue eyes and she is both looking at everyone and no one at this point i believe that whispers has set down the coffin and is ready to unveil his master so uh end of sadness you're technically the first one on scene here so uh what the fuck happens Oh, uh, so the six robot uh, bearers will continue to hold the coffin. Uh, Whispers will stand by it and will knock on it every once in a while and walk around like a doddering old professed Dr. Caligari until everyone's kind of filtered in. Mm -hmm. You know, just give everyone enough time to kind of be there for it. And then uh, the robots will put it down and like use their bodies to set up on like a like an incline and like their sound systems will start playing um super like you from phantom of the paradise <laughs> okay the coffin will levitate out of their uh grasp like straight up because i activated mind hand manipulation before uh the coffin will open and the sadness will come out while the small whispers is doing the somnibalist body acting for like controlling the sleeping person from the movie we watched the movie ahead of time to kind of coordinate this shit uh, and then End of Sadness will gently descend onto the grass beside Whispers of the Labyrinth. The coffin will go straight up, and it was going to explode into fireworks, but half of those got used up on the opening, so the rest of them go off, and it's like a Halloween pumpkin. Okay. Uh, considering that the rest of them went off uh, at the opening, that so most of the vampires here are... Uh, warned about this uh i'm not I, I throw it real high up rolls. they don't make these rolls for fireworks that seems insane <laughs> like fireworks fired <laughs> off in the sky at you. no these are going up like up into the sky i'm hurling it super far up and then it's going off okay the, the fireworks highlight my descent to the earth like a living god oh, and i understand it's dressed up like the somnibalist from the doctor cabinet dr caligari like the the paint like the body paint and the sweater mm -hmm. they're wearing and the makeup it's it's all that it's very uh i i just looked up pictures of this and i'm like oh this is actually kind of rad oh that movie the art style is fucking crazy in a metropolis are one of the I, best things to like watch for the art like the the way they did the set design I'm, before they had set design I've never seen them before, but I think that I'm going to uh, watch them uh, between this week and next. Fever dreams. <laughs> so um, you do certainly get the notice of a few different people when that uh, you do this. Um, notably, the ones that you don't get the note that you don't get the the attention of are the one on the throne as well as Andrew Parker. Uh, Andrew Parker's gaze is obviously taken up by Layla Church. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, that's really all there is. One of those spot robots that I've modified to be a lounge is going to show up so I can lounge on it, because standing at a party is for waiters. Uh, the one that you uh, 
absolutely get the notice of, uh, just to let you know offhand, is there is a woman in a cocktail dress with a large red rose in her hair who is looking at you and gives a very appreciative glance as if that she too is a connoisseur of the arts. Yes. Yeah. Uh, other than that, not doing much. I'm not making like a speech or like going to confront the vampire wizards. I'm just dicking around on the grass now that the coffin's gone and I have a lounge. Fair enough. Oh, is there a table right. full of a blood punch bowl? Like a vampire blood punch bowl? Like it's a punch bowl full of blood at a vampire party that vampires put out in a punch bowl to be ironic? I mean, yes, I believe that I actually mentioned don't drink from this punch bowl to someone. Yeah. Me and Whispers <laughs> definitely have cups from that punch bowl. Oh. Okay. And like, like we know it's blood. This isn't a gag. It's just free blood. You, you definitely know that it's blood, and you definitely have it. So next up in uh, coming in order is uh, Rowan. Uh, do you do anything fun coming into the Elysium proper, or are you just going to kind of you know go can, in and start mingling? You know, nothing can really compare to that. He's just going to see that and be like, mm, "Yep, yep, I'm going to go get a bottle of gin now," and it's going to get a bottle of gin. Are you going to show a magic trick to the Queen Anne? No. <laughs> to to be fair, Sam. <laughs> Had I thought this out, I would have definitely made sure you and Layla went first because I had oh. to go before Peter because nothing's going to top fucking Peter's thing. I got to get in and out with the, with the easy family guy humor before the real cerebral shit shows up. No, I'm just honestly out of character. I'm very amused at the thought that Rowan came and was like, oh, I'm, I've got some card tricks to show people. And then that happens like, oh, I'm going to go get a bottle of gin. <laughs> <laughs> the ego monster, monsters have arrived. <laughs> so uh roan goes off to get a bottle of gin and at that bottle is is a young lady who is uh more or less serving the gin and she looks to you um and like pours pours you a glass and kind of smiles a little bit um so New here, huh? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, I'm waiting for the rest of my party. I'm sorry, I'm not uh, going to... Nice, uh... And she kind of, like, motions, like, almost like horns on her head, like, motioning at your antlers. Oh, yes, thank you. Yeah, I knew a guy like that once. Is that... Okay. Good for you. Yeah. Just uh, first time I've seen it in a, in a couple decades. Usually very hard to get that kind of uh, mark. So you're... What are you, a new type? Are you a... Uh, uh, oh, I'm not a vampire. I'm you, not a vampire. You're not a vampire. Hmm. They told us we were going to have some new and interesting folks. You're not a thin blood then? He is going to just awkwardly like shuffle away from this very awkward conversation. <laughs> uh, real quick. Um, uh, could you give me a perception and alertness roll? All right. uh, difficulty seven. Oh boy. Right. It's the worst. 
Right, because your perception, because you don't have anything in those. Uh-huh. I still got two successes. All right, so um, one of the things that uh, one of the things that you notice about this lady is that she has cat-like eyes. Oh, that's neat. Uh, as you're walking away, you think that maybe she was trying to talk to you because she thinks that she that you might be like her. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I shouldn't have run away, but no, it's fine. It's, it's fine. You know, she was being weird. <laughs> oh, no, oh, no, you can't. You can't post that nightmare. <laughs> you can't do that to me. Anyway, oh, I have to. I have to close Discord real quick. <laughs> can't just have that staring at me. So next, uh, so I obviously don't want. Uh, Pete to destroy Holden in the uh, in the entrance ceremony here. So, uh, Layla, how do you come in? Uh, one foot in front of the other. Oh, okay, just one foot in front of the other. Yeah, well, just, Any... well, uh, well, and the sadness is doing their thing. Doing like, their bit. Yeah, well, I catch about the last half of that ego monster thing. Yeah, once they get out, it's like, oh, well, you should have told me you were coming out as Robert Smith. We could have set up the whole band. I don't get that reference. It's the lead singer of The Cure. Oh, oh okay. God. Yeah, all right. Um, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, think she's seen Doctor Count of Doctor Caligari. No, fuck no. No one has. If you, you know what? To be fair, if Layla has seen MTV and rock music videos, there's a good chance they've seen Cabin of Dr. Caligari in the background of most of those, playing on a TV at a movie theater, clips from it during Living Dead Girl. I bet you well, I mean, they yeah, have a got, little bit of surface the audience knowledge. here. Probably some of them were there for the opening night, but yeah, yeah, some of them were in the background putting the sets together. <laughs> So, uh, Layla comes in, um, is there any, are, where does Layla go to schmooze up or is Layla kind of like going to be a wallflower and just kind of hang out while they wait for everyone else? Yeah, she's waiting for, um, Rigel to do his thing. Okay. Well, do you wait for Rigel to set everything up? There is a, uh, there's a young woman, uh, maybe about, mm, maybe about 16, 17 by your guess, comes walking up in uh, like a leather jacket, ripped jeans and like hands in her pockets and looks up to you and just goes, sup? Hi. I'm not much. New here at Elysium then? First time. Yeah, it's usually pretty boring, but uh, here that we got some uh, some new announcements coming in. Should be fun. Oh, really? Is has uh, anyone leaked the word on on what's uh, what's going down tonight? Well, I've got an idea that uh, Antler Boy and uh, Fireworks McGee over there are what's up. Some of our 
people over in the mm, independence said that we had some new types coming in. Weird clans. Yeah. I haven't seen you about, but you're... And she kind of looks you up and down in that kind of... I guess sizing you up, but also sizing you up kind of way. You with them? I usually am with me. Oh, so are they with you then? I with this cool band. <laughs> really, I'm just here to see what develops tonight. Well, fair enough. Uh, How are you here if, with? Oh, me? I'm a... Uh, well, I'm here with, uh, I'm here with, uh, I'm here for, uh, I'm here with Mithras. Well, not here with Mithras, but I'm one of, uh, one of their eyes and ears, so to say. Uh, name's Pleasance, by the way. My name's Leila. I thought nobody had seen Mithras in, um, ever. Oh, no one's seen Mithras, but that doesn't say that we don't give reports to Mithras. How does that work, then? Well, you know, deliver some letters, and then uh, we get some responses back now and then. Oh, what, do you have, like, a dead drop or a number station? I mean, how does that go? Something like that. Well, it's nice talking to you. I'm going to go... uh, we're gonna talk. I'm gonna go talk over to the uh, the weird guy over here, and they kind of like point over to end of sadness and kind of start walking over. Oh, good luck with that. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Let me see something real quick on some character sheets. Oh boy, it's always, it's always the funnest one. Uh, yeah, no, never mind. Just wanted to check something. So. Rigel, the star of Elysium, (laughs) who has planned the greatest show on Earth. This is the greatest show. My dude, how do you enter in and show up all of these chuckle fucks? Well, so Rigel comes in with his procession of you know, workers, you know, taking this large wrapped piece of art just to set it up somewhere where everybody can see, obviously facing towards the person on the throne, because that's what you do. I guess we should introduce ourselves by names, I suppose. Maybe I should start spending some assets and doing some good impressions by rolling, because I'm not much of a talker here as a player, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. If at any point during your introduction you need to be levitated into the air, I can provide those uh, special effects. Please, go ahead. <laughs> I think I'll be fine. All right, you got my number. Uh, okay. 
So I'll start by spending one essence for heavy clean calculations, also one willpower, so I can replace my software with my intent. Academics, yeah. So oh, I can, oh boy. <laughs> then I'll also pop in my excellence because academics is my thing. So yeah, to have a good role. <laughs> yeah, to have a good role to make my introduction. You know, introduce myself. You know, as I guess Sir Rachel Star. Like all the code names, they're vampires. Um. I guess I'd have my association as like associate of the Order of Hermes of the Willworkers, I guess. Ooh, okay, spicy. Because <laughs> I mean, I'm not a, a mage myself, but I work with them slash I'm related tangential, so I guess that's work kind with of them. Uh, do you want to introduce any any of your uh, your circle? Um, for this, or do you want to let them kind of introduce themselves? Well, I think we all probably went over this beforehand, and I guess I can just make the best impression for all of us, you know, saying that, you know, this is an article, unless somebody doesn't want that. No, you know, good, good guys? You can handle it. It's, it's all be. good. Yeah. I, I have a feeling you'll be able to get to communicate across what I'm all about. Yeah. So I guess I, you know, introduce my contemporaries here and, you know, mm -hmm. name them out and point them out. Please then, uh, give me that role since you're replacing it all with Intent Academics. Uh, please give me that role at difficulty six. That's 13 successes. Holy shit. That's probably like... Okay. Appearance plus etiquette slash charisma etiquette, something for that. Oof. Yeah, that would definitely be plus etiquette. Um, I think that falls under the under uh, introductions and everything. Holy shit. Okay. 13 successes. Oof. So coming in, you introduce yourself. You introduce your circle. Uh, Rigel basically just kind of like points like dramatically at each of you when appropriate so that everybody knows, yo, like everybody in Elysium, the people who are important, the people who aren't, and the people who might want to cause some trouble know, hey, these guys are with me. At no point is this doubted that messing with one of you means messing with all of you. Um, oh God, what else can I give you for 13 freaking successes? So um, the whole introduction of the artwork that you're about to reveal is going to go essentially flawlessly. Uh, the people who you want enraptured by it um, are going to be. There is... No getting around that. Um, besides that, um, I feel like that you've probably drawn a lot of attention from the higher ups. Um, is there anyone from the list of higher ups that you would like to speak with particularly or uh, that you like, I guess, what, like, is there anyone that you specifically from the list, like, want to have, like, a scene with to, like, talk to? 
Oh. Is that for everyone or just Pete? Um, I think that with Pete having 13 freaking successes, um, yeah, absolutely everyone. If there is something, if there is someone like, basically what would happen is someone would come up to Pete and be like, Hey, blah, 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 blah. And then Pete could literally just go, yeah, I think you might want to talk to end of sadness, or you might want to talk to, uh, Rowan, or you might want to talk to Layla yeah. or, Hey, let's talk together. <laughs> Like that 13 successes is fucking mind blowing. <laughs> yeah. Like thinking about it, probably would be amusing at least to impress on the Xavier Simpson of the Tremere. And not, not sure that I'd like to necessarily talk with him, but definitely setting up some mess here, especially name dropping, you know, the Order of Hermes. Okay. Would be amusing. Okay. Uh,. Who else, does anyone else want to talk to any of the other NPCs or should I just go off with uh, Xavier Simpson coming the in? The woman that was interested in End of Sadness, are they from that list? Um, with the rose in their hair? With the rose in their hair? Yes. Yes, that is, uh, that is Bryn. Ah. Is the Toreador Primogen. I would like to Snapchat them and the Underprince. And oh, the and, and and as a third ringer, uh, the leader of the Anarchs. Or just some Anarchs. Anarchs that would be interested in what I can offer. That's me, Devin, not um, End of Sadness Minus. End of Sadness is no fuck all. Okay. Um, do, 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 do. Well, we could always have a follow the Anarchs afterwards. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm not trying to fucking book a thousand hours of it. I'm just, those are the three I'm kind no, of looking no, at. No, you're, no, you're fine. Um, we will get through to that. Um, kind of like, like, I'll give you like a scene with each, with each of them, but we'll be like, okay, here's a scene with this guy. And then we're going to switch over to someone else. And then here's a scene with this guy. Yeah, that's the best. So we're not just uh, ha- having Devin do uh, three mm-hmm. NPCs at once. <laughs> or in a row. Uh Rowan, uh, Layla, uh, any people that you you are interested in talking to? Or if you want to just give me like, I'd like to talk to the sheriff or I'd like to talk to like, because I know that you guys have uh, a decent amount of uh, out of character world darkness information. So like if you guys want to just throw that at me, I can just throw them at you. Uh, I, I have. No, out of set of character. Maybe Rowan was stuck with the mages because he's magic too. Yeah, yeah um, Rowan <laughs> will help uh, with talking to uh, whoever one of the other people seem interested in. Okay, so Rowan will kind of be a floater to help assist with things. Yes. Uh, so basically, like, if you feel like that, this is a basically what will happen is. If you feel like this is a conversation that Rowan might be interested in, um, you can kind of have him come in. Okay. Um, the one that I am probably gonna I am probably gonna give you one that wants to talk to you. Like alone. Just to let you know. Okay. <laughs> I figured I'll drift along with uh Rigel and see what develops. Okay. So, since he seems likely to uh, engage the upper echelons of this gathering, 
And I do have a thought brewing in the back of my head. I forget that you haven't played World of Darkness before. <laughs> so, um, let's start off with End of Sadness real quick. Coming up to End of Sadness is the pretty woman with a rose in her hair. And, and a she walks over. Go ahead. And Sadness is lounging on one of those spot dog military robots that's been modified to be a bit of a Shea lounge. Oh my, how very chic of you to have this robot be your new piece of art. Sir, I cannot tell you how long it's been since I saw someone use that specific piece of art that you decided to enter yourself with. It's it's absolutely magnificent. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, I hear tell from the people around here that, well, from my ghoul that came back as well as a few others that you're the you're part of the crew of new people in town is that correct yeah yes i'm new in town yes uh, my, my friends are locals for the most part um my friends, I meant to say, damn, you meant to use the other word. What's the other word for when you have gods in a pantheon? It's not monotheism. I keep using contemporaries, I know. But what's that actual word that I know the word? Pantheon? Damn it, I guess it's pantheon. It's like, yeah, my pantheon. Yeah, my pantheon is local. I'm sort of new in town, learning the ropes. Oh, how, what an interesting and quaint way to refer to your, uh, your local coterie. But, hmm. Coterie? Wait, wait, sorry. Someone explained that word to me. It means buddies, right? Yes. It means buddies. Fair enough. So, I feel introductions should be in order. I... I'm End of Sadness, Antichrist of London, uh, devil, Digital Devil in the Dark, Lord of the Underworld, all those kind of sober quets. This is my animal companion, Whispers of the Labyrinth. We share a sacred bond, and these robots are robots. Don't worry about them. They are pointless. Well, now, sir, any piece of art is not pointless, but I digress. My name is Bryn Adams. I am the Toreador Primogen. Uh, what this means is that I am the leader of the local Toreador. We are a clan of the gifted undead who wish to see the arts flourish. I believe that you've already met my Childe, Andrew Parker. An unfortunate side effect of the rock and roll scene. Oh my god, do you mean the guy out front? Yeah, he had an attitude. 
did not like uh, that. No, no, Andrew Parker, the one who has been hanging out with you, he's been reporting back to me. Please uh, don't take this the wrong way, but could you point him out? She points out Andrew Parker. Oh, yeah, gotcha, that guy. Right, sorry, I thought his name was John Waters or something. We get so many people down there. Water, river, storm drain, some name like that. No, Andrew Parker. Don't worry. Yeah, no, that's Layla's new little project. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. he seems like a real guy. He was a real go-getter back in the 70s, but nowadays he's kind of turned into a right proper asshole. Oof. Oh, that sucks. And they're your protege? Your your proto uh, was. Your prial, prial day? Child day? Protege? Uh, Is that the day. same word? N- no, no, it's chill day. It's like child with me. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, whoa. Okay, so that means you made him. You literally made that yes. guy. Oh wow, yes, that must be unfortunately. Oh wow, I'm sorry to hear that. Like, not that yes, you know, it's been... he's obviously terrible. Just you seem really beaten up about, it and I'm commiserating. A, a, a little bit, yes. He, he's obviously been doing me a disservice since uh, Miss Church decided to. Well, you and your pantheon, including Miss Church, decided that it was high time to start cleaning house of the local kindred. I, you know, to be honest, I don't know that much about that Parker guy, but, uh, you know, between you and me, I'm a little bit laid back. I'm a little bit easy like Sunday morning, but uh, Layla, Layla goes fucking nuts. So I have no idea what this guy could have done. It's all over the place. She's like the war I'll god of our sure. pantheon. Oh, well, yeah. that's good to know. I'll make sure not to piss her off as well as uh, yourself, uh, considering that you're the... Uh, the Hephaestus to her Ares. Oh, uh, I mean, like, I don't want to take that title because Hephaestus is like a whole deal. And really, Rigel's kind of a little more of the the sort of, you know, research and development. I'm more like a genie. Oh, I see. So you're the wish granting type. Yeah, hmm. I grant wishes. I'm a genie, you know? So if you got a wish, I grant it. There are restrictions, limitations. I'm an antichrist, so that's going to be a whole thing. You know, I, if you're a big fan oh, of, the, right, of the JC and his two other equal friends that are also himself, you know, you might not want to engage with that part of it. Oh, I can guarantee you that no one here is a fan of them. Yeah, but no, no, yeah. So my role in that is, and of course, you know, Rigel is our, um, not Rigel, I meant to say Rowan. Rowan's our, um, you know, it's hard to say exactly, like it's hard to quantify Rowan's role in the group because he is so fucking versatile and frightening that, uh, you know, he's a our fucking of the monster. Group. He's a fucking monster when he wants to be. I'll tell you that. I, good guy. Good guy. But, you know, among them, I'm the I'm the wish granter. I'm the, the genie. Oh, okay. I... Cannot off the top of my head think of uh, other Greek deities that might be good for granting wishes. I think that might be more in Quince wheelhouse. He's the local sheriff. Okay. He knows a lot about Greek history, but we'll, uh, we'll find a good analogy for you all eventually. 
Yeah, you know, I was thinking more like Lady in the Lake, giving people, you know, the greatest Ooh. gifts to make their empire all Distributing work. Distributing souls and making kings. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a lot of that. A lot of that these days. Mm-hmm. What about you? I feel like I've asked I feel like I've asked no questions at all about you and I'm being rude. Oh, no, no, no. Absolutely. I'm I'm way more interested in what you all can do as opposed to what the I can tell you about myself. I'm just a... Are you familiar with the term philanthropist? Yes! That is me, to a T. I've been funding the arts for decades, if not centuries. Oh, okay, okay, wow. Investing in new things uh, and making a profit off of them. Not that... The money is my actual concern, only what that it can bring to budding artists. Huh. Wow. All right. And your entire, like, vampire organization runs on that? Like, not all of them, but, like, your slice of it. Your vertical. Uh, Yes, you could say that the vertical slice of what that I do and what that my chill day are supposed to do runs off of that. So what happened to country music? Oh, well. Because there's a period of time where it was getting really good, and then around the 2000s, it got real bad. Like, things took a dark turn there. Is that, (sighs) like, not something worth saving? Not for you guys here in London. You're in London, but I just mean, like, globally. Unfortunately, I don't keep much track with my American brethren. They're all very up their own asses, so to speak. They don't like to respect the ancient arts, like Mm. harpsichord, playwrights, and flutes. I don't know what the actual term for flautists, I think. (laughs) A farrier, yes. A horseshoe making is very important. Yes, yes, the ancient art. Yes, well, I can't speak very well for country music. I do recall it being pretty good, but unfortunately, uh, around the time that Mr. Cash stopped producing music in mass uh, is when it started to take a downturn, or at least when we started to see it taking a downturn. It stopped being as popular just- worldwide and became very much a nationalistic almost hmm, almost like a call to nationalism the genre in america end of sadness will nod with erudition beyond their years hmm. as if something happened in the early 2000s so could have you close that something happened <laughs> yeah how dare <laughs> All right, well, uh, unless they're trying to pump me for more info, uh, I'll just make polite conversations. We'll be like, yeah, I have a cult. They worship me and stuff, blah, blah, blah. You know, basic stuff. Maybe they can also manipulation and something to get something out of you. Mm, Yeah, actually, I think that they will. uh, Because I think that the one thing that they want to know about is specifically... um, and I'm trying to think of how you counter this is uh, they want to know about the, uh, the, the, the symbol about the despair seven symbol and the end of sadness cult. Uh, they want to, uh, 
they, because there's been the, uh, the the followers of set stuff, uh, the cult of Typhon, and you guys now, and they want to know like where that everything like kind of meshes, like where the, the followers of set and you begin, like where they end. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And a status will break that down without any resistance. Like <laughs> that's not even a oh, role. Okay. No, no, it, it's and if we don't want to take up a lot of time on it, we could always just gloss. By the way, but like NSS will break it down. It's like cult, mercy, helping people out. The world has ended. Those snake vampires were clearly using my symbol for evil, and they should have known better. They shouldn't have picked that symbol thousands of years ago because it belonged to someone, and that someone showed up, and they got the absolute shit punished out of them for it. And NSS is pretty pissed that vampires clearly knew that was going on, and no one did anything sooner. But that's what Elysium's for, to talk it out and have a rock talk. Sounds fantastic. I appreciate your candor with me uh, and the sadness. I will uh, put in a good word with uh, the Queen Anne. Oh, well, yeah, thanks. When we uh, all get together to kind of talk formally, I got gifts too. They're not, you know, Rigel's gifts. Rigel's a fucking maniac when it comes to this <laughs> stuff but they're pretty it's they're, they'll be ironic you know i feel like i pull the outer limits vibe just a bit no nothing can be rigel's gifts yeah they're pretty solid okay, so we didn't um, unveil yet or something <laughs> what was that pete i think we skipped the other unveil of the gifts oh my the... god i think that we did <laughs> Well, I, I was assuming the unveiling was going to happen when we, like, talk to the leadership. And that's when you we know can what? drop those coffins with the snake vampires in them. You know what? Yeah, that, that sounds like a good plan. They're just seeing... You have not unveiled it yet. It is just the large, like, painting with the drapery, and everybody is interested in it. And I'm, like, talking it up. Like, that's my purpose here, to be like, oh, my God, it's embarrassing how good it is. And, like, if it's made from human blood, they can smell human blood coming off of it. Oh, they absolutely can. <laughs> what juicy tidbit have I prepared? So, uh, you want to have a break now? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure I'm good with that. Okay, I'm going to pause. Uh, the vampire character notes. In the... Oh, the... Uh... <laughs> oh, sure, I'll post that list so it's been a week but we're back uh, that's how it always is anyway so <laughs> we had just finished off with uh end of sadness talking with Bryn adams now it is time for rigel's big reveal so uh rigel you had uh a big work of art made uh as i believe we had talked about before um it is, and I might be pronouncing this wrong, uh, the works are polyptic? Uh, they're basically big pieces of art that are uh, all, like, split up into seven pieces that are, uh, like, a big mural that all fits together, but you're planning on giving out to other people. Uh, which, yeah. but, it gets delivered as one piece. Um... You get the uh, the people of Elysium gathered. Sorry, uh, um, out, or at least can't hear you. Hmm? Uh, you were saying something because uh, it was just quiet. 
Oh, was oh. I? Yeah, I what heard you. Meant? Uh, yeah, I heard everything. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so just my end. That's a bit wonky. Okay. Yeah, it was clear okay. on my end. So, um, you were getting everyone together. Um, uh, I assume that, like, with a with a piece of art this big, like, it's going to draw the attention of everyone in Elysium. It's kind of hard not to. Um, and yeah, it'll probably be somewhat subtly displayed. Okay. Um, is there anything that you would like me to, uh, that you would like to add uh, onto that before I get into the description that you've sent me? Well, it'll probably come up nicely wrapped, and then you know, once all the well, Rigel's uh, assistants from the Supernal uh, Craftsman of Tools just come back to him as those you know, uh, play, platonic people they are, just go back to his form of you know, forearms, forelegs, and so on, just merge into one, and then he'd start, you know, maybe give some small. You know, presentation speech, whatever pitch to it, but I don't have an idea how to do it. But as he's unveiling, I do have a trick I'd like to try. Oh, by of, all means. Uh, first, uh, taking a breath and attuning his senses with sensory acuity prana to just be able to see everything much more clearly. Oh, you cut out a little bit and there. And then I'm going to. Oh, yeah. uh, Activate, uh, what's it called? Uh, we lost you for about seven seconds. Ah, yeah, something's wonky. Mm. So, yeah, uh, as he, as Roger will be unveiling the piece, I would first take a breath and attune my senses using the sens sensory acuity prana. So, it gives me minus three to difficulty rolls and all perception rolls. And I like to use crafty observation method as I'm unveiling everything just to take the whole scene in and just, you know, observe all those vampires, you know, and learn more about them, which, yeah. Lots of power to remind people. But basically, he's like doing an excellent investigation role in one turn, pretty much. Oh, wow. Yeah. So okay. I'll spend um, Yeah, so you spend that essence. Um a perception investigation. I'm gonna say that uh it's gonna be a difficulty six because uh what that this art is, it's no matter what happens, uh all of them are going to in some way get their breath taken away. So it's gonna just be at a standard difficulty. So difficulty six, that's minus three for uh, my yes. uh such accuracy and roll that's going to be 16 successes <laughs> oh boy oh boy okay Shout out to miss maddie who convinced me to include uh crafty observation method it's really pretty <laughs> it's really good oh yeah it's good stuff yeah 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 like you don't have to do extra descriptions or whatever if you don't have anything prepped for that well, yeah, just taking this whole thing in as he's like, you know, pulling the curtain off of the art and seeing everybody's reaction to it. Okay. Um, so for the listeners, since I have like, we all have all the, all this in front of us uh, that Pete wrote out for us, but I will go from left to right. And then once that it's done, I will, 
I will describe what happens to the pieces because they are going to be distributed among some of the primogen. Um, so from the very left to the right, the uh, the first piece of this seven piece uh, piece of art is called the Fall of Lilith, uh, which depicts Lilith being cursed by God for considering herself equal to uh, Adam. Uh, this painting includes motifs like uh, being created alongside Adam, uh, eating the fruit from the tree of knowledge, uh, being a kindred spirit to Lucifer, seeds, uh, being a lover to Jehovah. Um, it's It's got very much a feeling of, uh, because canonically Lilith is also potentially considered one of the first mages, so it's got a very kind of mystical aspect to it. Next up is the, uh, the, uh, along this line of paintings is the fall of Eve, uh, which depicts Eve sharing the fruit from the tree of knowledge and being cursed by God, uh, out of Eden. Um, big things to deal with in this are the winged serpent, uh, seeds, uh, the serpent adorned with, uh, the power of Lucifer and the mark of the mage's ascension in the middle uh, the centerpiece of this is the fall of Cain, which is depicting uh, God cursing Cain for killing Abel. Very, very interesting uh, everything, uh, considering uh, who that you're all dealing with here. Uh, Cain obviously bears the distinct features of a vampire. Um, and in the background, it includes uh, Lucifer uh, already in rebellion. Uh, Lilith waiting to tutor Cain, and the motifs include blood, anger, rebellion, and of course, as with any vampire, blood. Uh, next up uh, in this whole thing is the fall of Lucifer, uh, which depicts Lucifer's rebellion against God. Uh, it's got a lot of uh, fall from grace, uh, a lot of... Uh, a lot of motifs that lead to defeat and being cast into, uh, into hell, uh, as well as the turning point in the fight when Lucifer learned how, how to murder, which is literally a thing that humans invented, uh, spoilers for demon, the fallen. It's totally humans fault that angels learned how to murder each other. Um, <laughs> that's fucking sick, right? Very uh, little. Oh, the next, fiction. <laughs> the next is uh, the fall of rain, which depicts the, the deluge uh, sweeping at the city of Enoch. Um, a handful of people are depicted are vampires, and one of them is distinctly Cain. Uh, motifs include the fall of civilization, the end of an era, and foreboding darkness for the future. Second to last is the fall of peace, which depicts which depicts the second city filled with vampires fighting each other. A reference to, uh, I God, I haven't actually looked through the old, old history stuff, but the second city is when, is when the antediluvians reigned and then all the other vampires underneath them went, nah, fuck this shit and started fighting. Well, pretty much like in the first city, can't create a few vampires and they went, okay, too much, you know, let's not make any more. And then the second city, they went, you know, you're not, the, you're not our dad, we're going to make more vampires and, you know, screw your rules. And that's, you know, how the whole vampire holy war started. 
Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> the Vampire Holy War, uh, which includes motifs such as familial betrayal, war, repetition, and cycles, which, you know, they've been doing this for centuries. No one's surprised that the Camarilla and Sabat are still fighting. And then finally, the fall of the world, which depicts Gehenna, displaying the chaos of vampires killing other vampires for their blood, mirroring the fall of peace, which was the uh, the peace right before it. And motifs, again, include familial betrayal, war, repetition, and cycles. And together, that makes the whole polyptic uh, piece, which is their... Uh, t- on full display. Uh, and I believe that I actually forgot to mention this, um, but the vampires might not know it instinctively, but they might. Um, the piece is totally made out of blood. Yeah, you know, vampires like that sort of stuff, so why not, you know, make it really interesting for them? Um, so, I, I think... I could be wrong, but I think uh, End of Sadness's conversation with Bryn Adams is probably over now, <laughs> along with like any other Toriador present for the evening. Oh, oh no, yeah. As, as soon as Pete was bringing out the fucking shit, I was go. I was moving over there to congregate to see it too. I, I absolutely want to be part of the unveiling to watch it. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm not missing that. That's the whole. That's the stopper of the show. So, all of the vampires here, save a few, which Pete, I'll let you know exactly who, um, are openly weeping at the beauty of this. The two that stand out to you are. Uh, you haven't met him yet, but it, there is Sheriff Quint. Uh, they seem they are not openly weeping uh, like the blood, like the, the rest of them are at the beauty of this thing, as your uh, artifact that you've made can can not artifact. I'm sorry. Wonder. <laughs> oh, yeah. This thing is also enchanted to. A, making your vampires more emotional about it, and B, want the whole thing for themselves. Right. Yay, first you Maltese falconed it? <laughs> Something like that? Yeah. Or, wait, um, am I thinking of that pearl? I, I think you're thinking of the pearl. Damn, uh, okay. Pinecone it. So, the two people who uh, do not weep at it out of the multiple people present are uh, Quint, the sheriff, who uh, is one of the only few people with an obvious weapon on their hip. Uh, They have, I mean, with your 16 successes of investigating the area, they have a look like a hint of a smile, which is definitely more than you've seen all all day or all night, I should say. But it looks like that they uh like like it's very hard for them to express anything. Mm-hmm. Um and then the other person who is not 
reacting to this uh, is Pleasance Thorpe, the uh, the Toreador who I believe talked with one of you earlier. She looks Toreador? to it and... Do you not mean Brian Adams? Uh, I thought that Pleasance talked to one of you. Hmm. Weird. I thought I talked to the Toreador and she was Bryn. You, you, you talked to Bryn. Um, but... Pleasance is a harpy. Yes, Pleasance oh. was a harpy that talked to you. Okay. Do, 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 do. I'm just double checking the notes to see which one that it is. Ah, oh, I'm sorry. Pleasance talked to, to Layla. I think. Anyway, um, so. Oh, right, right, right. Pleasance just kind of looks at it and gives kind of like a, <laughs> and like looks away. Okay. And then the, your, I assume your, uh, your assistants, uh, Reemerge again and go to deliver the uh, the the pieces to their proper hosts. Yeah. Um, based off of that role, um, you know which. You, you you kind of know wh- where to where to deliver them to. Um. So the first up is for the first piece, The Fall of Lilith, which you had originally meant for Tremere, um, or meant for the Tremere primogen. Uh, you, uh, like, like your anima just kind of like, uh, working with the, with the assistants and everything. Like you don't, I want to say that it's kind of like your essence kind of knows where these things are meant to go. Um, so that first piece, the fall of Lilith gets delivered, uh, to the Tremere primogen, uh, or the Tremere Chantry leader in this case, since, uh, London does not recognize a primogen for the Tremere because the Queen Anne hates them, Mm um, uh, is delivered to Xavier Simpson, who is a, who is a man in a suit with slicked back black hair that, uh, is like, comes forward in a widow's peak. Um, his clothes look old and heavy. Um, and he has this like fanciful mustache and like pointed goatee. His features are very like pointed and he's holding onto a cane. He kind of gives off a very, this is, this is the 15th century and I'm a noble in a castle look to him. Um, next up is the fall of Eve, which is meant for the Toreador primogen. Uh, as that basically, as, uh, all of you watch as that this piece is brought over towards Bryn Adams, who end of sadness had recently been conversing with. Um, the centerpiece is not respond to that. How do, how do, how does Bryn respond to that? Yeah. They are absolutely enraptured in it. Uh, they are f- 
fawning over this piece of art. There's like, like they're completely lost in it. And anyone else on the sheet that I've marked as a Toreador uh, minus Pleasance uh, is kind of coming over to that specific part of the artwork and is fawning over it. And it looks like Bryn is almost having to like beat the other Toreador away. Lila, for what it's worth, is like visibly freaked out by like everyone in the room bleeding from the fucking eyes. A lot of the catering staff is too. They're used to <laughs> they're used to the vampires being weird and vampires. They're not used to this. This is really taking yeah. the cake. Uh, I have an idea of like, oh, using my animal assistants to like, you know, give everybody some handkerchiefs to clean themselves up and then take those as some sympathy magic, you know, tokens thing, but I'm not a mage and, you know, I wouldn't get as much use out of it, so eh, might as well just ignore it. I'm going to get to the centerpiece that's meant for the prince of the, that's meant for the prince of the city last because that's the most interesting uh, story-wise. Probably not a good yeah. idea to like pat, you know, like coherent sunlight right at their eyes. So the next up one uh, with that in mind is going to be given to a. uh, The next up is, sorry, the fourth one, which is the. I'm the worst and totally closed the tab by accident. The next one's going to be the fall of Lucifer, which was meant for the Bruja primogen. Um, which is given to a man who uh, stands at military attention and is wearing a uh, uh, a military uniform. Um, he, which looks a little bit out of place. Uh, it's older. Uh, by your judge uh, of sixteen fucking successes, uh, you can place it at. It looks like a. Uh, it looks like a World War One uniform. Uh, from Britain. Uh, the thing that makes it a little bit out of place is the lack of weapons on there. But then again, he's a Bruja. He can just use his fists, right? Yep. Uh, the Fall of Rain, uh, which is meant for the Ventru, is uh, grabbed and moved towards the throne where Queen Anne sits. Uh, Queen Anne is in a, uh, on her throne, is in a lovely long gown befitting a befitting Victorian nobility. Um, she is a sight to behold at appearance five and supernaturally uh, has onlookers that are kind of always on her. She, despite the blood tears, is dabbing them with a uh, with a handkerchief uh, that is every now and again being replaced to make sure that it doesn't mess up her makeup and smiles at the gift to you. Uh, the Fall of Peace, meant for the Nosferatu primogen, is delivered off into a dark corner where a cloaked figure on whatever moonlight is available, smiles wide with uh, with very sharp teeth. 
And finally, the fall, well, second to last, the fall of the world is delivered to uh, a young lady in uh, a flowing dress uh, that looks to show herself off, but is made of nice, like almost like a dancer's dress. Like it's very flowing and it's brightly colored and is delivered over to her. And she has um, just kind of a kind of a smile on her face as this is given to her. And she kind of just closes her eyes and just appears to be talking to herself. Uh, as she's trying to uh, wipe the blood off every now and again. But most interestingly, and what I think that all of you are going to get a kick out of, is what happened to that centerpiece that's meant for the prince of the city. It stays there for a while. Your assistant has no idea where to bring it. No one here is the obvious prince. And then two people come forward. One of them, Layla met earlier. They said it themselves. Uh, Pleasance was the eyes and ears here of the, uh, for Mithras, the prince of the city. And she goes to grab it. And then on the other hand, on the other side of the, on the other side of the painting, another hand that's a little bit more pumping with blood. That's a little bit more alive and not ghouled reaches out to grab it. And they kind of lock eyes as that, while that I don't think that Layla's met him yet, I know the other three of you have, as Rigel, Rowan, and End of Sadness recognize Teddy, the tech mage. Oh my. I'm okay with this. So nice of him to drop on in. Teddy's come up to wrangle it against who? Wait, what? Against uh, Pleasance. Pleasance for the harpy. Who said that uh, she was the eyes and ears of Mithras. Now that's curious. Let's see how this plays out. They both look to each other. There's kind of a locked eyes thing. Um, And they wait a moment. And then Teddy smiles and you can hear him over whatever that Pleasance is whispering go. Listen, I've got... It'll be quicker if I take this. You have all of your schmoozing to do. I'll deliver it to Mithras for you. And she looks to him as that he does a very 
stiff bow. Um, Rigel, with your uh, perception and knowing Teddy's shtick, he's probably got a robot there that he's projecting a hologram onto. Yeah, yeah, figures. Pleasance nods begrudgingly because she wanted to deliver it and then goes, make sure the master knows where that this all came from. Oh yeah, don't worry. I'll make sure the prince knows. And the Teddy gets back up, grabs it, and with a strength that a computer nerd should not have, (laughs) lifts it up and begins walking it out of Elysium. Paradox, paradox, paradox. (laughs) It's not a... It's not... (laughs) It doesn't give you a paradox when you actually just use, like, light tricks and stuff from your computer. We we have some of this stuff now. It's no longer paradox. (laughs) (laughs) And that is what happens with the... uh, With the polyptic... So let me pause here for a brief because I think I need to reset my computer. Okay, yeah, no problem. Yeah, that's fine. And we're back. All right, so after that little bit of uh, Teddy coming onto the scene at Elysium, uh, taking part of the, the main part of the polyptic art and then leaving uh the first thing that's really going to happen that's going to be of importance is that uh the person who that who is who got one of the uh one of the pieces uh specifically the fall of lilith comes up to uh rigel and looks him up and down and just kind of goes Yes, well made, my good sir. I cannot believe that you could have made such a fantastic piece. This is simply amazing. Oh, I'm glad you're... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying, you know, glad you liked it, and yeah. Continue. Yes, well, uh, let me introduce myself. Uh, while that... While the Baron may not recognize me, I am the lord of the local sorceress vampires here. Uh, my name is Xavier Simpson, and you are? Oh, I'm Rigel Starr. It's a pleasant to meet you. He looks to you, and you can see, like... Because I'm gonna just going to keep counting for a little bit during this scene, those successes of... Uh, <laughs> I mean, you got 16 damn successes. Just start giving you some stuff. When you mention your name, there is a very obvious, like, tap upon his cane that goes from, like, pinky to pointer finger of, like, frustration. Star. As in... Aurora Star. Yes. That's my mother. Oh, well. I didn't realize that we that I was in 
the company of royalty. There is an obvious, like, holy shit, like, I can't get that sarcastic. (laughs) Oh, no, no. I mean, I think we have Queen Anne over here, and as far as I remember, if that's the same Queen Anne, that's probably the royalty. Listen here, between you and me, actual royalty and people who deserve to be treated like royals, very different. I would say, given your parentage, you fall into the later. Ah. But you're... It's so unfortunate, you know? Your mother. Oh, what about her? She... She's mortal. Well, that's true of most mages. It's true of them all. Eventually they have to die. Beauty like hers should be... Preserved, and especially the mind. Hmm. What are you implying? I'm not implying anything. I'm just... lamenting something from 40 years ago. Uh, wait. No, wait. Rigel's like 40. Something from like 50 years ago. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to imply other things. Yeah. That gets weird. Uh, fair, fair. Mm. Yeah, like um, like I'm not sure whether like what I'd like out of this scene and so on. So I guess we can mm-hmm. just do some chit chat or whatever. Slash. So you know, he has some other specifics within them. Um, you know. So as far as like specifics on them, uh, besides the obvious fact that you have uh, that, that your parents have some history with this guy. Um, the other thing that I think that I would like out of this is that I think that, like, over time, because he really wants your attention, considering that uh, you made this great artwork and everything, he probably talks to you about art, and eventually this leads into text. Like, like it basically goes from, like, oh, you did this, this is great, this is great. And then the conversation eventually leads into, like, occult text. Hmm. Um... And eventually, like, we kind of, like, pick back up. It's just like, yes, well, if you were willing to give me a unedited copy of, hmm, and he just kind of names an occult book, uh, maybe, like, an an unedited copy of The Key of Solomon. Uh, All the edited versions are not useful to us. But if you could get me an unedited copy of that, I might be willing to make a trade for mm, ancient vampiric texts? Hmm. 
It will be an interesting mutual exchange of information, it seems. Well, well I'll definitely consider it. Excellent. Well, I figured that after that you've presented such a grand show of, well, understanding of our kind and our place in the cosmos, the least I could do was expand your mind. And maybe, maybe one day you'll take me up on that offer. A mind like yours should not be left to, to rot. You know? Hmm. I think I understand what you're trying to imply here, and we'll see. Maybe one day the time comes. Excellent. Excellent. You're so polite. <laughs> you know, gentleman, right? <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, I want to turn into a vampire. Like, yeah, sure, try drinking my blood. <laughs> oh, no, this was a mistake. <laughs> oh, no, this was such a mistake. Uh, my life choices. <laughs> <laughs> I would like you to yeah 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 like Devin said I would like you to downgrade into a worse supernatural template so I can actually <laughs> lord it over you I don't know why he suddenly turned into Vincent Price there I'll be your sire forever welcome to the pyramid bitch <laughs> you start at the bottom I'll probably of course you know if he'd be my sire then that kind also you know, elevates me a bit over, over some rubble. Mm-hmm. But I well, definitely would be interested to have some vampire text access and so on and so on. Okay, then. Uh, he will get back to you a- after we all see how that Elysium goes. Because <laughs> there's still the chance that things get messed up. Of course. So, um... Layla or Rowan, who would like to go up next? Well, uh, that seems like a good segue from chance for things to get messed up. Let's go with me. Okay, then. Uh, so, Layla, uh, Layla, are you just kind of like hanging around, uh, just kind of not sipping from the blood p- punch? Extremely not sipping from the blood punch. I think Layla was drifting over toward Rowan when last we saw her. Just because it seems like the most likely one to like end up wandering out of here with like two holes in his neck or a new set of fangs. Or <laughs> that is completely fair. Unchaperoned. That's completely fair. If you are looking for Rowan, he is desperately looking to be anywhere else, so he's not hard to find. So you wander. So you start wandering over towards Rowan, and about halfway towards Rowan, uh, about right before that, you would. Uh, wave your hand uh, to be like, hey, Rowan, let's hang out. Uh, you are intercepted by uh, by a man in uh, a nice suit with a uh, Roman gladius on his side. Um, and a, like, the, the suit is bulged out a little bit. It's very clear that he's wearing some kind of armor beneath it. Uh, it it's pretty obvious considering that he clangs a little bit when he walks. I wouldn't even have you roll for that. And he, this guy is, uh, for reference, is one of the ones who did not react to uh, uh, Rigel's painting. And he looks Very to you. Quick. 
And Quint looks to you and just goes, Excuse me, Miss Church. Oh, yeah. It's nice to meet you. I was informed by River Cook that you did something to Mr. Parker. Oh, people do a lot of things to one another every day, don't they? They have to be a bit more specific. Oh, you wait a minute. You know River, right? I can, or I can assume you can't. You do. Yes, River is the one who delivered the information before the court. Uh-huh. Uh, hold on a moment here. Digging around the pockets of her jacket. Comes up with uh, the phone, who's now like our phone. I'd meant to, uh, could you pass this back to him? I believe it belongs to him. Yes, of course. I will make sure that he is returned his phone in due time. And they pocket the phone and then continue to just kind of stare at you. Um, I would say unblinkingly, but when the... They... The weirdest thing about them is is that they are making a very concerted effort to blink at uh, normal intervals. What would definitely be normal people? He blinks like a person thing, you know, remembering to blink. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so then, uh, what's your what's your job in this uh, this organization you've got here? Are you like the babysitters for uh, for Andy, or I am. And have been for many years the sheriff of the barony of London, uh, working directly under the local barons as they rise and fall. And have been instructed to keep the peace till the end of time. By the way things are going, that shouldn't occupy you for too much longer. Um, <laughs> that's the hope. For 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 once, when you say that, uh, and he says that's the hope, there is a sudden inflection of happiness and uh, like a smile on his face, and then he immediately goes back to like being impassive looking. He's almost made it. He's made it this far to the end of the world. He's on the fucking victory lap. He's so close. He's going the distance. So I take it that's more like the Sheriff of Nottingham than uh, in an old cowboy picture then. Yeah. Uh, not far off. Um, so. Oh, did poor Andy he, do something naughty? Is, is that the problem? Well. Is he a could, wanted man? You can tell me. Mr. Parker is always wanted by certain mortals um, in some respect or another. Whether that has been good or bad has always depended on however many... Usually it swings back and forth between every five years or so. Once, he went an entire decade without causing problems, newly embraced. But 
we, considering that you all are the interest of this particular gathering, uh, politics be damned, we would like to know what has happened with Andrew Parker, considering that he is currently not in attendance. Oh, he's just attending some uh, personal affairs. He's an old friend of mine. We have a history. Go way back. It is unlike Andrew Parker and, in fact, his clan to miss a single Elysium. It would be, well, detrimental to their reputation. Hmm. Oh, that's a shame. Unstated, and I don't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. If you do not wish to divulge such information, we will hold off on any kind of proper interrogation until after the end of the prince's announce until end of the baron's announcement however i would request that you stay nearby in case that you are (sighs) needed to be judged i would hate to have to do this however please understand we cannot We cannot let injustice go unpunished. And they give a nod of the head and walk away. Oh, that was cute. Wow, he sounds robotic. Are you sure it's not Teddy's robot or something? (laughs) Yeah, I definitely need to find Rowan now. As I said, he's not exactly too difficult to find. I, pr- I promise you that wasn't me just not knowing how to how to do a voice. <laughs> that was actually purposeful. <laughs> no, no, I understand. I believe you. So, as it, Layla has been stopped before getting over to Rowan, there's a little bit of time while that uh, Layla's talking to Sheriff Quint that uh, Rowan is then approached by uh, the lady who was in the dancer's outfit. Oh, God, another one. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see if I can get out of this one. Um, he is going to start sidling towards End of Sadness because he knows exactly... It, it, end of Sadness is easy to spot. <laughs> yeah, trust me, you'll you'll find us. You'll find <laughs> us real fine. Oh, I, think, I think... Are, are there ghouls and blood dolls allowed here? Uh, yes, absolutely. All right, I'm standing. I'm sitting in a. I'm sitting in a chair with a blindfold on. Whispers of the Labyrinth is drinking from a can of Pepsi and a can of Coke, and I'm saying what it is every time, even though I'm not looking at him. Uh, while a few ghouls are being levitated around on chairs. <laughs> oh, we're drinking blood. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. So Rowan, noticing that somebody is coming towards him, will raise his entire bottle of gin that he's somehow managed to get a hold of, and will start desperately trying to avoid whoever that is. Uh, she will continue to walk up to you 
And as you uh, do, you raise the bottle of gin with one hand or two. Uh, one handed. That's not that. Okay. Uh, radical. Um, do you want to just let it happen? Uh, she's going to go and go to grab your hand. Do you want to try and dodge this or do you want to just let it happen? I'm going to, I'm so jumpy right now. Combat. I'm definitely going to try to uh, avoid that. Okay. Uh, you see it coming. It's going to be a difficulty six. Go ahead and roll me a dex in athletics. Okay. Not going to use my excellency for that, but six. Subtract dex athletics. Okay. Hey, that's four successes. All right. Let me see if that she can actually grab you. With seven successes. Oh boy. Uh, I got it. You're fucked. <laughs> she comes in. And grabs your hand, and it is not. Uh, her her left hand goes and like squeezes along your uh, your wrist and like holds it in place. Um, and she's got like a vice grip on there, like she is weirdly strong for a dancer. Okay, all right. And her other hand traces very gently along your uh, the lines on your hand. Oh, no. No. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, She's trying to steal your future. Oh, no. God, no. She is staring very intently as the hand traces through all the lines on your hand. And um, she is basically doing a palm reading on you without your consent. Get out of there before she starts licking your hand. <laughs> okay, let's let me know, Sam, when you want End of Sadness to be on scene. Uh, you can join whenever you As want. As previously discussed. You can whenever you want, right, but I'll let yeah. I'll let you start on in while I clear out. Hello. Hi. Uh how's it going? Hello. What are you doing? I would I was just reading your palm. Oh, 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 that's actually a lot better than I thought. Okay. Is is this uh, not, not allowed? Normally you ask first, and I give you money. Palm reading <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> this, yes, well... No, I, I do not take money from this. I'm just looking for connections. Oh, God. They're speed dating Rowan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, okay, I'll stop. I'll stop. <laughs> no, not, no, this is uh, in character. My God. Uh, hi. Uh, yes. Is that something you normally do? Yes, I've read almost everyone's palm here, except for the newest people. I'm looking to make a map out of the connected points. It'll show me where it all ends. The world? I'm told that's going to end very soon. She tilts her head to the side in that way that like animals sometimes do when you've piqued their interest. Yes, the world. 
Did you just blurt that out because of me or because that's what you were actually thinking? No, it's because uh, it's recently been on my... Who, what, what's your name? Hello. Hello, I'm, uh, I'm Sylvia. Ah. Uh, do you... Okay. So you're trying to map things out of the world <laughs> from various connection points. You, you, have, you haven't introduced yourself, but I know your name. You're a deer in the headlights. Actually, that is the first time I've heard that joke. Very good. Very good. Uh, yes. Normally, I was just going to leave you alone. Mm-hmm. But, okay. You're mapping things. You want to see the end of the world. I am actually very interested in that suddenly. Because that is very relevant to things that have been going on recently. And I am concerned. And you are not going to try to cause it to happen? Cause the end of the world? Yes. No, why would I ever do that? Okay, good. Just, I live in the just, world. Just checking. So I like trying... living in the world. It, it's a nice, well, it's a world to live in. It'd be better. It's better than not living. <clears throat> So you're trying to make a map? Yes, yes, from yes. From palm readings. I'm making a map from all the palms. Uh, the lifelines will connect together eventually, and then once they've completed their circle, they'll... Uh... That's when we'll know where that it all ends. You know, Do start to beginning. Lifelines. Or beginning to end. End to beginning. It all circles around. Okay. Right. So, um, what do you do? I, I'm sorry. I'm... Your 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 career line uh, that 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 divide, that that moves off of your lifeline. It, it says that you're an artist. What do you what do you art? I was an architect. Oh, fantastic! That's oh. absolutely amazing. Okay. Did. Do you know Miriam? Do I know Miriam? Uh, Miss Hopkins over in Slow? Oh. I'm sorry, I'm just double checking my notes. I've literally never mentioned this character before. Okay. You're good. You're good. All right. No, no, I haven't. Oh, yes, she's a contemporary of mine. She's been uh, helping m d deal with the... Uh, 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 Deal with the, uh, the the redevelopment of Slow. Slow. Oh, well, I mean, they need. It's all always the help so confusing how to how to confuse that, how to not confuse. Wow, brain. How to pronounce that word? <laughs> they need all the help they can get, considering they destroyed every wonderful thing that they owned. Yes, uh, well, that was actually a part of the plan. Oh, I don't like this plan. All of a sudden. <laughs> yes, it's not a very good plan. But Miss Hopkins believes that she can use it to predict the future. So you have to look towards the future. 
you have to look towards the past to look towards the future. Uh, I'm sorry. No, you have to destroy the past to look towards the future. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be one of those conversations. That's what the whole redevelopment project is about. So, uh, does palm reading actually work? Because a lot of magic has been suddenly seen to be actually real and... Yes. Okay. I once predicted when that my, uh, when that my sire would die to the exact minute. Okay. Oh, did you kill your sire? No. (laughs) So it's not a self-fulfilling prophecy sort of thing. No, I certainly had nothing to do with that, uh, with that museum that was built faultily and had bad concrete put in it and the brick that fell. That is oddly specific. It is incredibly specific, but I had nothing to do with it. It's very weird. Can I, like, is there any way to say if, like, she is lying about that? Um, I want to say that that is a... Let's look. Subterfuge. Socialize? It's it's actually, it's usually either empathy or subterfuge. Um, I would say probably perception and subterfuge. Okay. That's... And I will absolutely give you that, uh, since you have insightful for your perception, I will absolutely give that as a, uh, specialty. Yeah. Six, seven. And you know what? Why not use just my, uh, the excellency just for fantasies. Why not? Start glowing at the moon. Uh, difficulty six. Yep. Okay. Uh, that is nine successes. Okay. Um. Wow. Okay. Was not prepared for that. <laughs> wow. What? You know. You know when Pete says that Pete's gonna roll something, I'm I like get mentally prepared for like yeah, let's give you like everything. The rest of you have been not on as hot streaks, so I'm a little bit unprepared. Let me just stare wistfully at the wall for believes it the other ones don't and there's a couple of her if you like what you're if you like while you're prepping that i could drop it yeah that's probably a good point to drop it that would be fantastic while i kind of think about that for a moment all right and a sadness will approach in off of uh like behind where that vampire is like the vampire doesn't see me yet they can detect me i don't care i'm not trying to hide myself but rowan you can see End of Sadness approaching with whispers. Oh, good. Remember, they're dressed up like people from the cabin of Dr. Caligari, which is a fancy way of saying they're dressed up like Babadooks. <laughs> I mean, I'm expecting it. It's great. <laughs> right? It's great. I've probably got, like, some repurposed magician costume. Robert Smith draws near. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's nice. just going to side-eye End of Sadness and be like, uh, yes, Hi. Uh, yes, Welcome to Con- the conversation. Hey, Rowan? A Conrad Vite draws near. Command. So, uh, how are you enjoying the vampire party? I've uh, it's been going fine on my end. Oh, it's well, honestly, uh, a little on edge. Uh, people, I think, uh, one of your little proteges was like, 
just uh, all about uh, avoiding uh, talking about things about yourself and then they'll use it against you. Uh, so, oh my god, that sounds super stressful. So while that she is <laughs> holding Rowan's hand and still tracing lines, um, Rowan, when, the, the question that you had asked her about, did you purposely do this? Uh, and her response is, um, she does not believe that she purposefully did this. Okay. But subconsciously, she purposely did this. <laughs> Wait, what? What does that mean? <laughs> you you either In- set up a... Her powers might have done it. Like her, her demontation nonsense might have made her sleepwalk into saying up a murder. Oh, her, yeah, she is a Malkavian. No, she don't. did get given the uh, the Malkavian uh, piece. Uh, she has some something off with her, um, which right now is manifesting as mm, wanting to piece. Uh, Basically trying to, like, conspiracy board, like, palms together. Okay. Uh, maybe I'll try to pull my hand back away from this before oh, I get... Oh, yes! What a good call! Before I get self-fulfilled prophecy to my early doom. I mean... I mean, you're not even reading the right palm. Oh, do you know? All palms are I the right... The vampire. All palms are the right palm when you're standing at them from a certain look. But that's not Rowan's palm. Yes, it is. Uh, Pretty sure I know what Rowan's palm looks like, and it doesn't look like that. Uh, What do I know? I'm just a dude with, you know, hexagon eyes that says says they're the Antichrist. I clearly don't mean anything by it. I mean, yes, yes, absolutely. Who knew? Um... Can I read your palm? Why? Oh, I'm just looking for links into the chain of time and She's everything. trying to predict the end of the world through palm reading of many people. What? Through like the connected, the in, the inherent intrinsic connectedness of all humanity together creates like a future thing or whatever? That you, sounded deal? like it. So it must be have some sort of connection to some sort of like Jungian subconscious world that might be connected with the spirit world. Or or the root of Akasha. I, I learned about that from a wizard. Yeah. She she looks to you guys with like I don't I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it that isn't like her eyes go all anime and they light up like <laughs> someone finally fucking gets it. I mean, I don't want to be a huge piece of shit to this vampire, but Rowan and I both have, at minimum, a cult three, so we probably speak her language. Yeah, Um, yeah, no. Is that that what you're doing? You're trying to, like, do a thing? Yeah, I, I was trying to map out exactly when and where that the end of the world would take place, and I'm trying to figure it all out, and I'm just amazing you all are so in tune with this 
oh, like she is like suddenly very much like coming alive. There's not like that weird head tilt that Rowan was experiencing because Rowan's a little bit of an awkward duck. Now it's like, <laughs> oh my God, you guys get it. Rowan and I can't help you divine like the nature of the end of the world and time and stuff. You know that, right? Maybe Layla could, but not Rowan and I. Oh, Ooh. no. And not Rigel either. No, 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 no. no. Ra- Ra- <laughs> well, 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 Layla's from here. Pleasant said that she had dibs on you I and mean, the other one. I take umbrage. And when they. Anybody. When it, dibs. when it uh when it, she says the other one, she points like instinctively like a thumb jabbed directly in Layla's direction. No, I don't mean that we, we don't want to help you. I'm just saying that me, Rigel, and Rowan Okay, you want to know about the end of the world, right? Yes, well, yes, one, when's it going to happen? The world the world the world ended. Like we're we're post end of the world, we're on the credits here at this point. Oh, that makes so much sense. That's and all... two. No, Rowan, Rigel, and me aren't from this world, so our palms aren't going to help you. No, but you don't get it. That makes a lot of sense because even without all of you all, especially especially without Rowan. No offense here, Rowan. You're lovely, and those antlers. Moi. But anyway, your palm is the, the first palm that's really like deviated from everything else. Everything else, when you put it all together, makes a circle. It's been making a circle yeah. forever because it's already ended. Well, yeah, you're from the current age. We're moving into the next one. You're part of the old. Right, right. The wheel, the wheel has to part turn. You have to go into the next age with yeah. the turn of the wheel. All these squares make a circle. Well, you do. <laughs> We're not. <laughs> no, 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 no. You'll be coming with us too. Oh, no, 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 no. Yes, 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 I, yes, I yes. could not be clearer about this. When Judgment Day like arrives, like when I get that up and running, me and the cult, we're out of here. And like Rowan lives with the gods, and Rigel is a prince of Mars. So like none of us are going to be here in the world when the next age kicks off. Layla might, unless she comes with us to one of our eternal rewards. No, I I think that you all are going to be here, at least for a couple of moments before the end of the world hits. Yeah. No, yeah, sure. As a cameo. Yeah, yeah, as a cameo for, for, for the next season of the world. Yeah. No, doing the handoff to the new cast. Right, yes, of, of course. Who will, they be, who will they be played by? Is it going to be like one of those, like, the actor stays the same, but the, but, but the character is different? I mean, I could be a different person if we need to be. We could all be different people if we no, needed I mean, to be. Quite literally, but... Uh, it... <laughs> I just, just kind of laughs when Rowan says that, because... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the GM just kind of laughs as we make stupid meta jokes. <laughs> what happens when one player dies, or when one, or when one character dies? The same char- the same player makes a new character. Uh, anyway, okay. So, 
I guess I just should be asking what your whole situation here in vampire society in London is, because that's really where I'm concerned, right? Oh, yes, well... Rowan, I'm pretty sure we're staying in London, right? Uh, yes, uh, for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I think London's where we're going to kind of be I'm, locking I, in. I, I, I'm the local oracle. Oh. Yes, yes. Cool. Oh, that makes sense, obviously. Right, yes, right, of course. Uh, n- none of the others listen to me. Uh, you were actually the first ones to really give me basically the time of day. That's, 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 a, that's, a, that's a myth thing. One of the vampires here was talking to me about which uh, god from the Greek pantheon I'd be, even though my name's Typhon. But they were talking about Greek stuff, and there's, a, there's an oracle in Greece that no one would listen to. The oracle of She had the perfect gift of foresight. Oh, is that what it's called? Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're like the Oracle of Delphi. No, wait. No, it's Cassandra, you dumb fucks. I know. I know now. (laughs) Wait, is it Cassandra? It is Cassandra. And it's at his calls out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at this point, at this point, uh, (laughs) Layla's done with uh, talking to Quinn. I'm sorry. Layla's done talking to Quinn. Yells that over to them, and Quint looks over and just goes, "What the fuck would?" Or, I'm sorry, that's too emotive for Quint. <laughs> what would you know about Delphi or Cassandra? And in the most expressive that you've really seen, Quint rolls their eyes as hard as they can and walks off to go do something else. Strongly tempted to uh, erase whatever he knows about. Del- uh, the oracle at Delphi, but essence doesn't five automatic here. levels of no. five automatic levels of aggravated damage, Holden. <laughs> <laughs> What's it like, Holden, to have your butt finger above that button at any time in any scene? Oh, I was thinking I still haven't gotten to give uh, mind charring infusion a workout, but. Oh, oh my god, soon. right? But, uh... Shit. Yeah, alright, you're like an oracle. Got it. Fucking... Yes. Right. Jer- quest log updated. So, okay, so... I don't particularly want my future read by you because that is always turns out badly. I've, I've read enough stories. I'm genre savvy. Apologies. Oh, fantastic. Well, then, um, if you're ever in need of, uh, she looks down on the, looks to both of you and then Layla like coming up and just kind of goes, well, if you're all, if I can be of assistance to you, since you all seem to want to listen to me, which is, uh, first, um, if you all wish to wish for my assistance, I can be a help in the demolition department. Uh, at night, of course. Wait, you're an oracle. Well, well, okay, that's there's there's many layers to this demolition. Okay, there's so much to unpack here. But first, one, Rowan, it could be useful to have her read your palm and then read your actual palm and see if it's two different things. Like that might be hilarious, but you know, just throwing that out there. Do, do you really? Two, are you being mistreated, Oracle Vampire Lady? Like you're king of the Oracle Vampires. I know that each type of vampire has a king here do they mistreat you they have mistreated us for millennia the gift of prophecy uh, is wait a minute wait 
is is like oracles and prophecy like the term they use for thin bloods in vampire culture? Because I know about that. Uh, no, we are. I am not what you would call a thin blood. Damn. Okay. okay. But you're a different type of vampire. They shit on. They do not believe in me. Ugh. Oh. Well, you know, just to let you know, myself and my friends, contemporaries, Pantheon here, we're kind of like, we have our own organization that we sort of are. And if you ever feel like the vampires are being real shitty to you and your folks, you can always come over to where we are. You actually seem pretty chill. We have free wishes. I will keep that in mind, but I would prefer that you talk to Silvers first, considering that you are uh, encroaching in his land. What's a Silvers? Silvers? Um, uh, yes. I don't the, know what that is. Uh, the, the man in the cloak, well, the creature in the cloak in the shadows. Wait a minute. Is that that person from the sewers that lives in the sewers I live in? Uh, yes, that would be the Underprince Silver's Grant. Okay, yeah, all right, sure. No, but yeah, no, if your people are being, like, oppressed or, like, being treated like garbage or people are saying you can't, I don't know, play their reindeer games, there, there's, like, an open-door policy with the Cult of Typhon to take in people like that. If you ever know someone who's a Fomori, you know, send them our way. I'm not sure with that term, but however, uh, if could could I read your poem? I, I mean, yeah, sure. It's not going to be very helpful, but okay. go for it. Uh, she goes in, uh, grabs your hand, reads, uh, traces along your palm in a delicate manner, and just goes, "All right, um, so why is this so triangles?" <laughs> Why is it all triangles? What is going oh, on? Oh yeah, here? it's oh yeah the t the body tattoos that hum and deflect bullets, right? <laughs> um, despite all of that, uh, she has even if that there is stuff that blocks her from looking at your palm, she's essentially using uh her clan abilities and uh clan flaw and everything yeah. uh, to basically like read your future, and what that she gives you is. Basically, oh, I see. Um, so you should definitely keep an eye on uh, the f the first person who approached you after entering Elysium. As well. Uh, after entering Elysium? Yes. Uh, out of character, that would be Pleasance. Not before? Okay. Yeah. Wait, is Pleasance the Toreador person that made Andrew Parker? Uh, no, that is Bryn Adams. I'm sorry. Fuck. I'm sorry. No, Pleasance. Pleasance hasn't approached you. I'm so sorry. I keep. That's okay. I, I, That's fine. I, that clears it up. I, I feel so bad. I keep misinterpreting you and Layla sometimes. <laughs> That's okay. Just be like, hey, when Pleasance. When, when Pleasance. She's going to be like, here's a vague prophecy. When Pleasance approaches you, be on your guard. I'm like, okay, super vague. I'll, I'll try to keep it in mind. Be careful. Uh, so, what did she. So, I'm sorry. What that she actually gives you is. Be careful of people bearing gifts that are pleasants. It sounds to you like that she is saying either presence or pleasant, which sounds like pleasant. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Okay, good. You're... That's solid foreshadowing. Thank you. Oh, she's not giving uh, out death. 
uh, death and forecasts. finally to make sure that you can wait you give those out yes yes i do uh and the other person ah, who nice. you might be interested in is uh and you must never laugh at her name because she will well i'll be quite honest with you she will punch you in the face but she is very much someone who might be useful to you oh, i like her already you should definitely talk about your plan about expanding horizons to Miss Anner Dickman. Anner Dickman? Anner Dickman is... And who is that? She looks around and points at a girl who has a bodybuilder's physique, is in a leather jacket with multiple death metal patches on it, and uh, basically looks like that she is ready to punch something and is very upset about being, like, forgotten or, like, no one's paying attention to her. She has, at this point, kind All of right. grabbed, like, a, uh, a mortal... Uh, like one of the ghouls and and like just grabbed like five wine glasses of blood off of it and just downed it. Uh, she looks like someone who is who is supposed to be at a metal show, but is upset that they're not at a metal show and is taking it out on the art critics. Fair enough. Uh, Oracle Vampire. I like that one. I don't remember her name because Sylvia. I'm terrible. Miss Vale. Sylvia. Miss Vale. All right. Well, you know what? I'm going to dig into that right now then. Perfect. Thanks for that. Um, Do you live in a place with like a lot of open sky or like a cave scenario? Oh, God. So why would I ever live in a place with a lot of open sky? The sun would turn me to ash. I, I, I look, vampires like things. People like things. I was just wondering what things you liked. Oh, do, Between you, mean, those two do you mean if I live underground or above ground? Uh, you know what? I'm just going to follow that up and I'll reach into my pockets and take out a cyber rat and be like, here you go. That is my card. Their name is Thinkingstein. How she stares at it? Quaint? You have given the local Malkavian primogen like cause for concern and like does not know how to respond to this if you uh need to get in touch with us talk to the rat the rat knows understandable congratulations devin you have just completely blanked my brain <laughs> this happens very rarely at, at my at, at games with my with my other groups holy shit wow I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna like be be polite, be friendly to 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 Sylvia. They seem nice. Yeah. Uh, I'll give them the cyber demon rat, and I will move on towards the 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 anarch. Okay. Uh, before we all get over there, I'm gonna try and draw these two aside, like before the next disaster. Yeah, next, go for like, it. Before the next disaster. disaster before the next yeah. disaster piece happens. Yeah. Hold. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta say, it's real easy to do that. <laughs> Wish, pull us aside or make a disaster piece? <laughs> you 
or yes? Either, both, yes. Uh, All of it. It's, I, I disagree. It is not easy finding a spot where uh, End of Sadness is paused to fucking breathe. Like, I'm I'm sitting here now, like, mentally combing over the Infernal Charm set, praying I didn't give you anything that could just let you get rid of that necessity, because then we'd really be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, so, um, let's see. So we just did Rowan and then end of sadness. Um, uh, before that you go over to talk with the Anarchs or, uh, did you want to talk to the Anarchs or did you want to talk to the Nosferatu? Cause they did say to talk. My priority is the Anarch, okay. but I'm going to wait until it comes back to my turn. Okay. Um, yeah, because we kind of had like you and Rowan together. Um, yeah, Pete, is there anyone else that you have interest in talking to? Mm, I'm not really sure here. Like, is there anything interesting I could get out of this? I guess. Rush. I mean, the with, with your with your gift, I think that you kind of got a lot out of the. Uh, a lot out of the Tremere, which is like kind of the big get for you, which is getting some actual authentic vampiric texts. Like yeah, if you yeah. can give them a trade, which I'm sure that you can get uh, an undoctored copy of the Key of Solomon since you have Mentor 5 with Order of Hermes. I'm sure you can swing that in a day or two. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to think of if there's anyone that I think would be interesting for you to interact with. Um, I mean, yeah. If there's nothing, you know, I'm fine just, you know, listening to other people's, you know, actions. Okay. Uh, unless they want yeah, something if, with me. You know what? If you want to, basically, if you want to hop in on anyone else's scene, like, feel free to. Like, at this point, feel you're free. kind of like, mm -hmm. you have stopped interacting with uh, Xavier. Um, if you want to just come around to the crew and start talking to vampires with everyone else feel free to okay so Layla wanted something so full disclosure uh, the fellow uh, trying to look like a power executive Roman uh, yeah. Uh, yeah I had a moment with him and I think he was trying to either flex on us or imply that we're going to be put on trial uh, later on this evening. Oh. So that might Get be a thing. Get fucking out. Yeah, I'm quite looking forward to it. Are you pulling my leg? No. Okay. Did you... Did, Layla, okay, Layla. Did you put this together for us? <laughs> like, is this, a, is this like a... Wait, are you excited about a trial? Yeah, why wouldn't I be? Are you not? Well, I, I mean, a trial with a bunch of supernatural creatures who have reigned here for thousands of years is going to be stacked in there. Wild bike combat! It's going to be so good. Oh, God, I hope they have trial by combat. Mm. Rowan, you're going to do so well. Oh, uh, hmm. Is that the other hand that you wanted me to talk about? Is that... Uh, yeah, I, I, I thought that was clear. Okay. I was trying to... Yes. Wait, what was that? What was that, Layla? Yeah, I think he wanted you to turn to a man, dear. Yeah. 
Yeah. We'll yeah. save that. So, okay, well, um, all right, Layla, you're kind of the spitfire when it comes to these things. How do you want to proceed? Oh, I'm just waiting to see what kind of uh, hand they want to play. Okay, and, and to keep we're... Okay, wait, just... Yeah, we're, we're on the same page here. If they decide to try to make this lame, we're going to make it fun for us, right? Mm, that's what I was thinking. Okay, I just wanted to be sure that we're not, like... There are some people here I like, like the, the, the vampire that could read your palms. I feel so like they're bullying about? that one. Maybe we... She's actually... She can read nice. palms, and the other... Yeah, the other vampires don't let her play vampire games because they discriminate against her. I never really caught the whole cultural snapshot. Cassandra, either, true. They don't she was pretty her. open about it. Yeah. She was pretty frank about it. Like, she can tell the future. That's her. That's what she told us. And she's talking about the world ending. And these are all things I know about and agree with. So she's probably on the right track. Especially if she's magic, right? So I do worry that she will uh, bring about doom upon anything that she does. Because she has done that in the past, apparently. I think. Well, really? Yeah, she killed her sire. It, well, not really. Oh, whoa. How, wh What's that? Uh, How'd you get that out of her? It's more of... Here's. We'll have to circle back on that. Are you trying? Are you trying to tell us that you're really observant? <laughs> uh, maybe. Yes. Yes. That's awesome. Wow. That, uh, okay. Wow. Uh, we should be sure to have you in the corner more, Rowan, on these types of conversations. That's really good intuition, huh? Rowan's incredibly insightful. Um, it's too bad I am yeah. completely smashed right now. <laughs> So much gin. Oh, so much. It's so dry. Why is it wet but also dry? Okay. <laughs> well, I'm probably going to try and talk to that biker gang punk vampire. Apparently they speak my language as far as uh, the prophet vampire was talking about. Oh, what are you guys thinking? Uh, um, probably that I should be there for that. We do need to talk to Shadow okay. Man at some point. Shadow Man? Oh, under, yeah, under, yeah. Under, talk to under, under King. King. Yeah. There's a sewer king that lives in my territory. We gotta make sure we're on the same page. This is like a work party. Were you expecting something else? I'm not sure what I expected, to be honest. I thought I'd come in here and throw out some tricks, tell them not to ever let that snake cult thing happen again to people and like i don't know uh, so, Rigel would throw a big giant present party oh yeah they haven't really brought up the uh the snake church have they no they haven't i'm gonna bring that up i'm having the body I i'm gonna have the bodies delivered after the the ruler here talks uh, you, 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 oh what now? so what my, my plan for this is is that you guys have a choice of uh since the group is kind of uh at, at the together at this point um you guys can either talk you guys basically get like one big npc conversation and then after that the prince is going to call elysium to order and is going to like make a big announcement all right so like you guys basically get to go like do we talk to the anarchs or the under prince 
before the prince like starts doing whatever the prince is going to do. My vote personally is for the Anarchs because I can talk to these sewer vampires any other fucking day of the week. All right. That seems reasonable to me. I just wanted to let you guys in on the uh, the timeline. Lila's pretty much yeah. staying so if the vote, so. Okay. And, like, I guess Rigel has no one else? Yeah, I'm fine. So, do we want to All have right, a well, break? Let's go talk to them. Oh, a break? Yeah, a small break here sounds fine. Uh, All right. Sure. Okay. And pausing. And we're back. Excellent. So, uh, you all were hang- were heading on over towards the Anarchs, which is a group of three people. One of the, uh, the main one who you are looking at is uh, a muscular lady in a leather jacket with a bunch of black metal band patches and uh, power metal and thrash metal patches. And maybe once or twice there's some other... Uh, like more notable bands, like maybe there's like a Metallica patch on there, but you know, like nor like they've got some like really just like out there shit. Obscure stuff like Journey or Rush. Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> I Okay, so like I was gonna say like Shima Gormagath or like uh or uh Ah, uh, God, I can't remember. Uh, not Journey. God, now it's in my head. Journey, but black <laughs> the metal. Wheel in the sky keeps, keeps on turning. turning. <laughs> yes. So, so you walk up to her as well as there's another guy who looks like he he looks like a man who decided to uh, that as soon as that he started getting facial hair. He never shaved. Oh. Um, ever. And he looks like he's in his 30s. Uh, he has a furry face. Um, oh, okay. He has facial hair. Good yes, he, ha- he has facial hair. And uh, when he's smiling and laughing, he has very sharp teeth. Um. And then also there is one other guy there who uh, is constantly wiping their brow with their forehead and is in basically a wife beater and beach shorts, despite it being uh, in the colder months. Um, I mean, it's London. And on top of that, uh, like wife beater, beach shorts, and then a leather jacket with band patches like the like the leaders. Um, I'll be honest with you all. He does not smell what smell good. Um, hanging out near him for too long. I will start asking for willpower rolls. I have willpower seven and stamina five. I'll be fine. I'm sure that you'll be fine. I just wanted to let you know ahead of time, just in case that this scene goes on for too long. For sure. So, you know of the leader, uh, thanks to Sylvia, uh, Anner Dickman. Okay. I will approach. Are people coming with me? Yeah. Oh, totally. Okay. And Rigel at all, if you want to be here, you can. 
Uh, I think I'll pass on, you know, being next to the Anarchs and so on. Fair enough, fair enough. Not a bad call, unless, of course, they need you. Well, in case if they need me, that's their problem. (laughs) (laughs) So, go on. I'm sure that they'll figure it out with uh, Mr. Insightful over here. <laughs> so, Endosadness uh, approaches and goes towards this uh, group of three Anarchs. They're kind of laughing at a joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So then I told him this will this will this will be your book of the fall, and then I punch him right in the fucking face. And the other two are just like, <laughs> "Good, good one, Anner. <laughs> That's a good reference." And they kind of like chuckle, like, <laughs> "Hey, Anner, we got a we got a buddy." Got some buddies. And the lady turns to you all. She's, despite muscular appearances uh, that might uh, otherwise uh, make other people think that she's appearance one, she's pretty good to look at. Um, but she is, again, fairly muscular. Um, a punch from her might hurt. Even you, mister, I can uh, soak bullets. <laughs> sort of. I'm letting you know that she has potents out the ass. <laughs> and she's swall on top of it. So, looks like we got some, uh, some, the prince's uh, curious little pets here. What can what can I help you all with? Uh oh, did we lose? Um, did oh we no, lose Devin? 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 I think we lost Devin. We lost Devin. Eh, fine, stopping. And we're back. All right, perfect. Uh, so yeah, after they say that we're the prince's little pets, End of Sadness will just introduce themselves. Hi, I'm End of Sadness. These are my contemporaries, friends, Pantheon mates. We are us. Easiest way to go about this. We are who we are. And Sylvia told me that you would probably be interested in talking to us. Oh, did she now? Yeah, Sylvia's, uh, Sylvia's a peach. She's great. She's great. Ah, right. So, uh, everybody, you want to, and like, there's kind of like this slur to her speech. Y'all want to introduce yourselves? Uh, Sweats McGee goes up first and goes, uh, the best way that I can put it for him as he kind of comes into the light, uh, his skin is scaly, but is excreting a lot of sweat. Um, and fingers are long, and he is wearing sandals with long clawed feet. 
Hey there. I'm, uh, I'm Mucky Maurice. He, he, he says okay. that and then backs up. Uh, the next guy comes up with like that almost wolf face with like sharp teeth and goes, Howdy. I'm Hooligan O'Hoolahan. And backs up. Nice to meet you. And then uh, their leader just goes, And I'm Bigger Anner. So what can we do for you? Okay. Um, I'm an evil antichrist genie that lives in the sewers of London and grants people wishes. Uh, several vampires have come into my cult wanting to get away from the Camarilla because it treats them like horse shit uh, and doesn't respect their authority, listen to them, or treat them the way they should be treated. So I've just been letting people know here at this giant Halloween vampire party that we exist. We're here. We have wishes. If you have beef, be more than happy to chat it out with you. Really, we're here because a bunch of vampires decided to fuck with our stuff and inevitably drew us here your stuff it's kind of the whole pitch huh how yeah my stuff layla and the rest of them have never been hurt by a vampire this is all on me my bad (laughs) fantastic well then so you're not associated with the blue blood that sits on the throne then um, I is that a metaphor for the Queen of England? Because no, I am not associated with the Queen. Of England. Uh, it's a metaphor for a lot of things. <laughs> okay, you're gonna be. We need to be a little more specific. I'm. I don't mean to play the card, but I'm from America, so oh, you're gonna have to kind of bridge the gap. No, no, no. I figured your accent gave you away. Yeah, thank y'all. <laughs> okay that was good also no it's a reference to uh the the lady who sits up there on the throne pretending to be the uh the leader of the city but we all know she ain't the leader She's one of a few barons that keeps the province of London and its little city satellites going. Does she know it's the 21st century? I'm, I'm cur- I've been curious about that. I met like since I got here, I've seen like the Baron of London and the Sheriff of Nottingham, and it's uh, it's getting kind of weird. If I'm being honest. <sighs> okay, so. Real talk. How cool are you? Wait. Wait a minute. Uh, I introduced myself as the Antichrist, so take with that what you will. I'm standing here covered in punk band pins, so... I mean, I'm lame, but I won't speak. (laughs) No! Rowan, no! No, Rowan, don't... He's very cool! Enter... Don't listen to him. Enter looks to you and just kind of goes, Wait a moment. Layla, your band had played, like, low-end grunge bars, right? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. 
dog shit places like I am the worst at remembering the band name. What was the band name? Because it's only come up like once. Unlawful Carnal Acts. She Anna looks to you and goes, wait a minute. Are you the fucking front lady from Unlawful Carnal Acts? Like guitar, the guitar, you know. Ah, shit. Shit! I knew I knew you from somewhere, and she kind of, like, turns the uh, turns the jacket inside out and shows, like, a patch that she had, like, custom-made of, like, your band logo. One of the first patches I got on this fucking jacket. Holy shit. End of sadness. Sidebar. Yeah, okay, I'll sidebar immediately. let some of them live now. Yeah, absolutely. No problem. You just let me know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, ca- I came I came to one of your shows around uh Oh god, before you guys got big. Before you guys started hitting like the bigger venues, we were there. Oh man. Like timeline-wise basically like she she had been in the crowd during like before the Andrew Parker years. Mhm. Um, yeah, no, real shit. What happened? You, you know, you guys just stopped showing up at the, at the local scenes. I don't know what happened, but a bunch of bullshit. You guys were great. We got us. We, uh, we got a sweet sponsorship deal. And it turned out not so sweet, but, uh, setting that to rights now. Fucking capitalism. Am I right? <sighs> yeah. Nod. Yeah. Capitalism and the parasites suckle on it. Yeah, well, that sounds like the uh, sounds like the fucking Tory Dorrit. Tories, right? Yeah, Tories. Am I right? Fuck the Tories. Yeah, the two doors suck. Just pats him on the shoulder, like a forever. He's he's he's. (laughs) Them. Your American friends got 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 the heart, and we can appreciate this. So I've heard that there may be a trial later on this evening or, or something of the sort. Uh, Queen M wants to uh, make an announcement about all of your doings with the local vampire society. You all have been, you didn't hear it from me, but, uh, you know, don't mind, don't mind the smell, but, uh, buddy here. My buddy here, uh, Maurice. He's got his ends on the on the information network. Like, clawed hands tapped right to the pulse. I thought it was that uh, y'all weren't uh, on such great terms with the you know the ones that they uh, dress up like Serpentor, you know, and hang out in the old church. What? No, no, we don't talk to any of those assholes. Well then, what? Well, you won't anymore. Yeah, so what's uh, what would she be setting her foot down over then? I wonder. Uh, well, there was a uh, something, something. Uh, Bryn Adams Chill Day got somethinged by you. I didn't really follow a whole lot of it, but mm, it seems like they're a little miffed about uh, whatever you did to Andrew Parker. I really hope that it's not like the worst because we kind of like wanted to give him a Christmas present. Did you know? Yeah, it was 
listen, you didn't hear it from us, but we might have got a source. We might know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy who was willing to give us the location that he sleeps at and then line his bedroom with uh, gasoline. What? What? Why wouldn't you cask of Demontilio him? Oh, then he just... They, they go, well, then he just... That's the best way to do They right? go, well, then he just... And then, like, the the guy with the sharp fangs just kind of like, grabs Anna and, like, puts his hand over her mouth so she can't talk and talk about torpor at all. And Anna immediately, like, you can see, like, the rage flares up in her and she starts hitting him. And he does not, and he looks like he's taking health levels of damage. We know about vampire magic comas, by the way. It's going to come up tonight uh, when we talk to the the prince. He removes his hand and and goes to just kind of hold, like, where that he was getting punched. Oh, that's that's good to know. We we got told that we're not supposed to reveal things, but like she just she she rolls her eyes so hard they should fall out of her head. Um, we don't really care about that shit because like you know double birds in the air, fuck them. Well, the thing is, so you're not allowed to discuss the nature of your vampire nature. Like I understand with, again. I non-vampire education in America. I get, I get the sex ed, you know, talk thing. I went to American school. I get the onus or like the 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 need, but you guys just don't talk about it because that would solve a lot. Not of problems not with other, not with non-vampires. You know, if we tell them the, that you if you use a wooden stake through our heart, we just go immediately into like. Ugh. Yeah, everyone does that. I think Layla pointed that out to me last time we talked about this. Yeah, it doesn't tend to be a good. Hey, right, would, would, would you mind? Would you mind give me a moment? I I need I need a new drink. And she, I like which drink do you want? I'll do a parlor trick. Wait, what? Point out a drink. I'll do a parlor trick. Okay, I want some whiskey. I'll look over to where the whiskey is and I'll have it come over in the most like left angle way possible with telekinesis. Okay. Okay. Red. Red. Cool. That's amazing. I can't believe you did that. And she, you grab, she grabs like the whiskey bottle and then she hands it over to the nearest servant. Hey, drink this. The servant, the servant looks at them drink it and she like has her hands clenched into a fist servant starts drinking the whiskey and she's like threaten people. Oh, sweet oh i've missed having some irishman in my blood and then she like immediately goes to drink from this guy okay it is i'm assuming she's not going to kill the student it in front is of a us. long <laughs> moment uh, and you can see the the color draining from this guy's face. And then she lets go, licks the wound clean. 
And then Wuxiwan goes, oh my god. Oh. Okay, he's going to need to lie down in some cookies. Oh. We'll just send that guy. We'll just move back over to the outdoor beds they seem to have for these people. Right, yeah, that's amazing because, hey, super don't. Anyway, so, listen. It's been a while since I've met some people as cool as you. And you're, and I mean, you're, you're hanging out with fucking Layla Church. We guitarist of unlawful carnal acts. Like how cooler can you fucking get? Layla beat a ghost in a guitar contest. Holy shit. At Alistair, at Alistair Crowley's Oh yeah, she's rad. Yo, that is the most black metal shit ever. What was that ghost of Layla? It was that guy. I'm trying to fucking remember and I'm blanking. I think it's Jimmy Page. Damn. <laughs> I think it was a ghost of Jimmy Page and he's not even dead. It was a, that was a weird scene. Right? That was pretty good. That's... That's amazing. That... Holy shit, you beat the ghost of, of a man who's not even dead. At the house of Aleister Crowley. And they just kind of do like the, 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 the horns. And then we'll you and go. That is more metal. Than anything. Anything. And that fucking asshole who did. Who made Burzum or whatever did. Fuck, that's so much more metal than murdering people. So speaking of that, uh, I'm it currently is. occupied with Andy's bank account, but after that we might be able to discuss uh, some splits on, um, well, seeing what kind of Christmas he's going to have. Sounds fantastic. For the record, I am always going to throw shade on uh, <laughs> what what's his fucking name? Uh, I can't even remember. Uh, Vrishnak or whatever. Count Vrishnak, the, the dude who does Burzum, who is part of the uh, uh, those black metal murders back in the 90s. Oh, God. Oh, I thought we were talking about Queen and how they keep pushing the band forward long after the talents passed. Oh, no, 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 no. I was talking about... Uh, not Cannibal Corpse. Why does Cannibal Corpse come to my mind? Mayhem. Mayhem. That's what I was thinking of. Mayhem. Oh, I once saw Mayhem in concert. I swear to God, that was horrifying. Dude, I saw Mayhem in concert once. Like, just sorry sorry to go off topic for, for the game. I saw Mayhem in concert once, and I was up at the front. And we, me and my little brother put our hands out to, like you know, oh, let's get, let's try, like, let's try to touch, like, this skull motif and everything for the, the fucking, uh, that the singer has the microphone in. And I got a little glance of a touch of it. I'll be real with you. I wasn't drinking that night because I, I was my brother's ride home. That felt like a real fucking human skull. (laughs) Like, 
holy shit. Like, that was either some really good 3D printer work, but, like, holy shit. <laughs> mayhem, mayhem is fucking metal. Yeah, no, it's Burzum, the Count Frischnack, murdered the dude in mayhem and, like, ate his heart or whatever. Black metal lore. The more oh you God. know. Jesus fuck. That guy sounds like a murderer. Uh, he totally is because he totally murdered someone. But since he <laughs> lives in Norway, he got like 10 years and then went out to have a successful music career, which is why the Anarchs are like, fuck that guy. All right. That all makes sense now. They were going to talk to us about murder. Right. Though. So they were going to talk to you about murder. So, um, yeah. So uh, how much you went in on the uh, the Andrew Parker thing? Well, until right now, I pretty much uh, thought I had an exclusive lock on it, to be honest with you. Oh, no, that guy has fucked over so many guys. You know, I hadn't intended to really share this with anyone, but that's he's the reason we're not touring at the moment. <gasps> no, 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 no. Really? Busy setting it to rights, and I believe that's what I'm to be read the riot act about. Wait, is that? Wait, wait, when you say... The, van, the the guy that screwed over like your band. Do you mean that like that secretary you brought oh. in, the one that told us about vampire stuff? Oh. <laughs> oh. 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 He's not your secretary. He's lunch. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Got it, Layla. I'll just make that adjustment in my head. Just gotta. Change where someone's filed in my brain. The uh, uh, one the the Gangrel guy, because uh, you know, spoilers uh, with with the wolf face and the sharp teeth. He's a Gangrel. Like no. grabs, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, who knew? Uh, grabs a grabs. Yeah. It, well, you know what? <laughs> I've already played that. I, I've played that card in in the last campaign I, I ran. Maybe for season two. Um, so anyway, he grabs, if we're yeah, good. right. He grabs like a beer stein and like just smashes it on the ground. Just like fucking Andrew Parker. Yeah. I, I had a question with it. since, yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. Well, okay. So vampires drink human blood, right? And I know this is a little off topic, but I've been trying to, you know, piece together what we're doing here with the vampires and what we're going to do with that whole trial thing. But why is it bad for vampires to drink vampire blood? Well, I think they were just told not to tell us shit like that. I'm sure they could tell us something. Yeah, I mean, they... I mean, come on. This is Layla Church you're talking to. Yeah, and... And out of everyone in the party, these people are the rule breakers. So I'm going to ask the rule breakers. Okay. Does that make sense? So you're a friend of Layla's. So we kind of trust you. But if we're going to get if we're going to give this to you, we want an exchange of uh, favors. You know, some quid pro quo. I mean, if you want, I'll. I could just give you a wish. Do you want just a wish? <laughs> what? No, he, he no. Like a genie. Like a genie. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um. 
Okay, wait, wait, wait. Don't works. don't throw out the stupid example every don't throw out the one stupid example you don't expect to be fulfilled because A, I can choose what wishes I fulfill. Let's cut that part of the movie out. Tell us something about yourself, personal, that you would like improved or enhanced, and say in the form of a wish or a want, and I can grant it with my demon powers. And then you can pay it back off by telling him what he wants to know. Okay. Yeah. Um, bigger inner kind of looks to you all. Kind of goes... I mean, you don't have to say it out loud either. You can whisper it to me. No, no, no. My boys should know so you, that soon they know that you can do it. Because maybe they might want to wish. Yeah, sure. Um, I want... And, like, it's really taking her a moment to really think on what she wants. Because, like... You know, the, these these options only come around once every... You, it's not... No yeah. one has ever asked her what that she wishes for. And just been like, just go wild. If you're lying, it'll be a laugh. And if you're not, it's a bigger deal. I want to be as powerful as that guy. And she points over to Quint. Can you narrow that down? Because it's going to be a wild card if you don't narrow it down. I'll take... You don't have to. We can wild card it. I'll take the wild card. (laughs) All right, you want to be as powerful as that guy. Give me a couple of heartbeats, guys. One, two, frequency sounds start kicking in immediately. Three. People are I'll, staring I'll at you. I'll send upwards. Hellfire. I'll send upwards like a broken doll. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll spend five essence and grant the wish. I don't know what they wish for. Good luck. To the direction, probably. Okay, um, I'm going to roll a die on the die roller real quick and see exactly what this does because of their unique status and who they pointed to. Um, I will give it a 20% chance to be interesting. So on a 1 or a 10, it'll be super cool. They'll probably get like some, I don't know, like suddenly they'll get status. Hmm. What? One second. I have to just... It's going to look so bad. This is going to look so bad, but I had to screenshot it and I've got two monitors, but I rolled a fucking 10. Nice. Nice. It's, it's, yeah. And those this does tend to oversell this thing a little bit. All it does is an attribute and ability of background and merit or take a flaw off. It's all about salesmanship. Which is huge. Yeah. It's It's only a dot. You can just like point to fucking, uh, 
you know, Menelaus, like, make me as strong as him, just, like, get fucking ten dots of disciplines. Doesn't do that. Oh, nobody said that was going to happen. Get, it's just did point. not get ten dots of disciplines. But Anner did just get a dot of discipline that she should not normally have access to. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Yeah, okay, let's see how this works. Like, I can't grab that discipline. That is the dots. shittest one dot power. <laughs> uh, really? Because, yeah, I mean, yeah. Oof. Yeah, she did just get time attunement, but hey, now she can learn more from Temporis. <laughs> if, you're, if you just want to take her on missions and get, yeah, no. uh, uh, and get XP. Oh my god, right? So for the listeners, though, what my wish can do is I can improve an attribute dot, an ability dot, a background dot, grant a merit, or get rid of a flaw. I can knock any of that shit around. Which is huge based on the categories of things under those headers. But I'm not quite... The wish thing isn't quite as strong to, like, completely... Oh, you know. Rule of cool. She learns some cool discipline, and, you know. She... Yeah, so, that's so fine. The it's re- a fucking one dot. Whatever. The I reason that I'm kind of breaking it right here is is that there is so if this was any other person asking you for a dot in something, I'd be like, oh no, how dare you? Like this, they could not learn this. But because Anners is a bruja. Oh, it's like sleeping in mm. the blood somewhere. Yeah. yeah. It it's something that, that yeah, can I mean, be possibly learned. We unlocked her variant uh, costume. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Anders is just like, oh, that's that's weird. Why is it exactly min? Uh, why is it exactly twelve eleven? That's weird. Hmm. I will descend to the ground. Huh. That. Hey. Um. And a sadness, right? That's my name. And it's a promise. That, so <laughs> I appreciate that. So I want you to know that uh, the power that you just gave me. Oh, cool. I gave you a power. Yeah, nice. So um, I can now perfectly sense time, which makes me think that. And she finger guns. Um, that's great. She finger guns over to Sheriff Quint. Unless you're so. Go. Is not what he says he is because that's not something that we're taught in my clan. Oh, it's twin right. trouble. So why do vampires make it a taboo to drink vampire blood when they're basically already cannibals? Why is that the step too far? Are you using the uh, the thing? No. Okay, so they're not... Okay, yeah, so they, they, they trust you. So that is a step too far because you're basically drinking in the dude's soul. It's like super murder because then the soul doesn't get to go wherever it wants to go. All right. Well, I, I mean, guess by retroactivity, just for other vampires, it's rather. Va- that's what I was about to say, Layla. I'm, I'm glad to retroactively know that's not the case for people. I mean, some of us think that it's. 
for people as well, which is why we don't drain people dry. Most of us. Oh. But then again, there are also those like... Uh, you saw the... Uh, you saw the guy who came and grabbed the painting, right? From, uh, from Pleasance. Yeah, we know of that guy. Yeah. Don't we? Isn't that, was that yeah, the nerd? Yeah, it's a nerd. Nerd. I, I mean, Layla has never seen the nerds uh, yes, until now, so. That's her confusion. We'll, we'll, we'll fill you in, Layla, don't worry. So, like, he's a, he's a regular here at Elysium. He's, um, he comes here and grabs some vials to use for his, uh, he says that it's for his, he says it's for the water cooling for his rig, and there are some very obvious, like, air quotes there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he, he grabs some blood from some of the, some of them, because, you know, people owe him a lot of favors, he, but, you know, he's, he's a weirdo. Comes around here. I wouldn't trust him if I was you. Okay, easy enough. Sure. Uh, so that's the vampire drinking vampire blood taboo. Why is it enough for, like, I guess it's because it's a murder? That's why they care so yeah. much because we were dealing with snake vampires and snake vampires seem like total assholes who don't care about anyone or anything. Like they were giving heroin to 15 year olds and they cared about that. Like it came up in the fight we had with them before oh, we yeah, murdered them all. Wait. And they were pissed wait, off. Wait, that wait, one wait, of them was wait, 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 you, <laughs> you murdered all of the Colton town. Well, I mean, Two of them. Yeah. The ones we got our hands oh, on. Oh, yeah, 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 flag. yeah. Okay, okay, that's cool, that's cool. So, um, as you're bringing this up, I feel like this is the perfect time for uh, the Queen Anne to start uh, yeah. talking about stuff. Oh, looks like uh, oh, Queenie wants to talk. All right, well, let's see how we fire on all cylinders, gang. A van will approach the Elysium Halloween gates. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. They will start unloading two novel two of those coffins Peter built. Oh no. Don't worry about it. It'll show up when it matters. So everybody starts gathering as it Queen Anne uh I'm sorry, as that not Queen Anne, as that do, 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 do. The uh, the Bruja who is uh, who looks like they are in military garb. Uh, Violet Grant um, walks up and just goes. Queen Anne will now address uh, the whole Camarilla court. Please bring your attention here. Everybody's brought forward. There are a few people who kind of hang out on the back and don't give a shit. Most of them are from the Anarch crew or people who you all have not really interacted with because they're not super interested. Um, kind of going with 
going going against uh what might have been normal um pleasance is actually very upfront and interested so uh queen anne um stands up from her throne and looks to you all hello it's nice to see you all gathered here for elysium of this halloween we hope you all have had your fill and have sated your beasts for the night we have many things to discuss politics and plans be damned right now there has been new people who have come into our midst and wish to be hmm, i wouldn't say that you all wish to be represented but you all wish to be acknowledged is that correct and you all can see immediately on all four of you there are spotlights that are trained on all of you that are coming in from the trees around here as the ghouls of the Baron of London have placed spotlights all around and are in the trees, like basically making sure that you all are lit up and every vampire in the city knows your fucking face. You all have... I'll, uh, oh, go ahead. No, no, continue. Sorry, I wasn't muted. You all, according to the people who have come back screaming about your abilities, have come back telling us of how that you can help and hurt us in many ways. How you all are the heralds of the end times, but I say... You all are no different from the rest of us in the night society. No different from Teddy, who works with the wizards. No different from Lydia, skulking in the shadows for the Garu. So what is your place in this night society? to feel that because hmm. hmm. I have an answer but I don't know if it's going to be the same answer you guys want giving Rigel a moment to see if he wants to, to take point or not I'm not really sure so I guess you can take it okay uh, end of sadness is on that lounge robot Oh, God, uh, use no. telekinesis to make sure that spotlight is directly over them and highlighting them for everyone to see. I'll make sure the ghoul isn't attached to the spotlight. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I am the End of Sadness, Antichrist of London, Genie Demon in the Sewers. I am here to take my chosen people out of here now that your world has ended. These other people are my friends, contemporaries, and fellow Pantheon mates. They want what they want, and they'll get it if they want it, 
And they're pretty reasonable, so you should probably talk to them. Anyway, I know Rigel brought a gift, and it was extremely well done, and I couldn't possibly top it, but we also decided to bring a follow-up gift, just in case one wasn't enough. You know how it is. Telekinesis in the coffins, uh, and, like, open them, and drop the staked vampire bodies into the ground, like the, the stakes themselves are holding their little bodies up, and the coffins fall apart around them. So we should talk about some of the vampires in town. These guys were part of an organization that were giving drugs to teenagers using my symbol as their logo uh, and generally being a bunch of bastards to humans and probably their own vampires and ghouls. And no one did anything about it until we did. So now we have done something about it. You can have these vampires back. That one eats other vampires for fun. Check it out. Um, and here is the deal. Everyone here, I will allow to have the services of the Cult of Typhon, you know, the free wishes, the safety, the protecting you from people who treat you like shit. Are there a bunch of Renfields here who were promised they are going to be turned into vampires and it hasn't happened yet? You should come over, talk to us. We have solutions to that. Are there people here feeling like they're being preyed on? Come talk to us. We'll help you out with that. Our place in your night society is going to be doing that. I'm going to be scooping up and collecting all the people you break and play roughly with and hurt and damage. I'm going to make them better and I'm going to protect them. And if anyone ever tries to hurt them, I'll kill you. I've done it before. I'll do it again. Um, if you're all nice and are happy and play well with these people and don't ruin lives, we'll get along great. I'll grant you wishes. I'll help you out with your problems and your personal life side quests that you clearly all have going on outside of this Elysium. In about, I don't know, under 10 years, I'm going to be gone. We're a cult. Cults end with us leaving. So stay on our good side for at least that amount of time and don't give drugs to teenagers. I feel like these are really reasonable requests to be making. I feel like I'm not asking for the world here. I don't want to rule you guys. I don't want to own you. I don't want to do political power plays where we like usurp your authority and take over the entire world. I don't want to do all that stuff. It's work and it's boring and I don't want to manage people. Managing this court sounds like work. I'm not here to work. It's a party. Parties need clowns. We good? All right. So that was a Holy fantastic shit. Holy shit level of speech. Uh, if I could give yes. you... Was yes. it? Yes. And if I could give you stunt dice in this system, I fucking would. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Of your choice, I would like you to roll charisma because you were being very transparent and at no point did you lie, so you were not manipulating them. Um... Oh, thank God. And obviously you're getting transparent because you are being absolutely transparent. Um, and I would say, um, honestly, um, leadership. Yay. All right. So I'm going to spend essence on this. I mean, you're already glowing, because right? Because I should. Right. So 18 dice and the excellency, or not the excellency, the specialty. Uh, difficulty, uh, difficulty is... Keep in mind... 
Oh yeah, tell me it first. Difficulty is going to be a seven on this. Uh, Which makes it a five. Um, there are, if you could, I uh, roll it as a five, but let me know what you get as a six. There are some people who have a little bit of uh, higher, uh, high, I will higher, okay higher stuff. And and in this game with with the specialty, it's not X again; it's double ten, right? Mm-hmm. right? Okay, thank God. It's been a, it's been a couple of days. Uh, I got nine successes on difficulty five with eighteen okay. dice, which I think is low for and that. And what would you have gotten on difficulty um, six? On difficulty six, I would have gotten one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh boy. Okay. Um. Wow. There is no person at Elysium who does not listen to your words with at least a half-hearted understanding of what the, you and your, as you've mentioned before, pantheon are capable of. Word has spread that the four of you are maybe not to be fucked with, but are, if you're going to fuck with them, you might want to take an army with you. But you've also all proven that to the Camarilla that you want to work with them. You're not just problems out in the night. You're not Garu out in the night wanting to fuck things up for vampiric society. And we are also not roving banes ripping up the place, turning people into Fomori, like the other side of the Guru War is. I didn't know that. You're also not in a Fandy fucking things up. You're also not in Marauders or Wraiths or everything else that is a problem. You are, the four of you are clearly here to maybe not help out Vampiric Society, but so long as vampiric society doesn't get in your way, you're willing to work with it. They see your offering of two Sedites, two, cult, two members of the cult of Typhon, and Queen Anne, upon the revelation of the one who had committed Diablory, looks... Very happy. Or snaps her fingers and has some ghouls collect it with your permission. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm making no move to preserve them. You said your name was End of Sadness. It's a name and a promise. We appreciate this. We would love to have an end to... Such a feeling. We will make sure that these two never hurt another thing again. And we will also make sure that our own Shilde and those who 
work here who respect Elysium do not take from those who do not wish for it to happen. You must understand the kiss does give pleasure and there are those who are addicted to it. We will do our best to not harm people, but accidents do happen. I don't mean to be crass, but I have read a Reddit summary of Interview with a Vampire, and I understand the appeal. I understand that accidents happen. We're talking more on the macro scale around here. We will make sure that on the macro scale, things stay at a status quo that does not alert authorities and does not ping upon your own personal radar. Your... I know, it sounds just sort of... Oh, no, continue. Your willingness to be so cordial with us is impressive. We thought upon uh, we thought given Silver's report of you in the Undercity that you were a tyrant and Queen, and Queen Anne kind of glares over towards the shadows where the Nosferatu Primogen is but it seems and Asanis and all the robots and whispers will turn in kind but it, like on a pin. But it seems <laughs> and then listen. That Silvers is just a very selfish hoarder of territory. We would appreciate it if the both of you could work together, but if there are any territorial disputes, please bring it to my office and we will gladly make sure that Silvers understands that you are you and your pantheon are welcome here. So long as you are continuing to willingly provide services. And at the mention of services, she is very clearly looking at you. Oh, yeah. Like, nodding pleasantly, humbly, like a diplomat. She turns her head towards Layla. What would you have us do with Andrew Parker? Do you normally uh, insert uh, insert the entire court into the private affairs of individuals? No. So then I'd have you keep to your normal standards of practice as a policy. It's just a matter between old friends. We'll keep that in mind and uh, do what you will. I intend to. Make sure that you, when whatever that you want to do is done, you let Bryn know 
just soon that she can manage his estate. That seems reasonable of request. She looks towards Rig- uh not Rigel. Uh, she looks towards uh, Rowan. And you, quiet dear man. Your friends have spoken for you. Is there anything else that you would like? No, I'm simply here to be of assistance to them. Hmm. How admirable. I'll let... Hmm. Enjoy that. If you need anything, let us know. Of course, at night time. Of course. And she will finally turn towards Rigel and look with a smile. And you, dear friend who has presented us with one of the most awe-inspiring gifts in the last century. No, three centuries, I would say. At least since last the colonies were united. Is there anything that we can provide for you? Well, seeing that your kind is so well aid, I you know would love the opportunity to peruse some of your collections of old art or books perhaps. We can make that happen. Absolutely. We would love to make that happen. We have some we have some connections that we can lean upon. Give us a week and we will give you some interesting texts. Think of them as Think of them as texts from before things fell. I just know the way. Is there anything else you guys would like to do at Elysium? So, just so I'm clear, and apologies, you're dealing with a public school education here. Um, just so that I am clear, what this all boils... That means something else in what London. What this all boils down to is that... Uh, we have your pledge you're not, that you'll not, uh, so long as we make no move against you, that you'll make no uh, move against us and ours, and we'll make sure to, rest- to exercise what power you have to restrain your people from uh, slipping the leash and doing anything of the sort. Correct. However... Thank if- you. Uh, th- thank you, then. Uh, so so I, I do have that correct, and that is what you're saying. That is exactly what we're saying. And that is when the word the words of that pact scribe themselves. You on son the of a bitch! You son of a bitch! I knew it! I knew it! For all to read. Uh that's fantastic. Okay, so you you flare the fuck up, do do the fucking eclipse thing, yell sanctified at the fucking prince or at the at the Baron of Elysium. Holy shit. Okay. 
Can we like all put our hands on Layla's hand when like you dramatically put your hand out to seal that pact as if we're all like, yes, in accordance with the convention of, of Halloween Elysium of 2021, we bring this to order. <laughs> sure, if you want. I do want that. Do other people want that? Yeah. If it makes you happy, sure. I mean, I want it. Hands in, hands, hands in. in. <laughs> oh, oh, Sam's muted. Yes, sorry. Yes, go for it. Yes. Hands in. Yes. We all do hand touching with Layla. So yeah, that's the words of that agreement are now written on the air in letters of, of green fire. So long as so long as you guys don't fuck with the the vampires people, the vampire people won't fuck with you. Yeah, not even on the down low for the Camarilla. And Queen, and she has, and she has to proactively uh, restrain them from doing so. Right. And then the others start laughing because they know that how to fuck with her. No. <laughs> the like, yeah, oh, shit. Well, then the Anarchs wouldn't be able to show up at Elysium. You don't get <laughs> to do. You don't get to do both. <laughs> All right. All right. Fucking sick wow. with that cast power. Holy Holden. shit, Holden. Uh, for any readers who are curious, I picked the Crown of Kings for my cast ability. So. Eclipse. Just, yes, which is basically the, the hell version of the Eclipse Oath. Okay. Um, Page 194, readers. <laughs> yeah, now, now, now the book is officially out. Right? Right? Super red. Um, I think I also get my essence back immediately uh, for forcing an enemy or other powerful figure to submit themselves to my will. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I think you're there right. There you go. <laughs> Shit. I wouldn't say they were an right. enemy, but they were definitely a powerful figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um... Elysium is wrapped up. Halloween ends on some high notes of vampire society wanting to work with you all. Um, as you all have, uh, when the, the the dice were down, you all came through and made sure that they were well informed about everything going on or well manipulated. Uh after Halloween, let's see how that ends up for you all. Well, you guys have some leads on what the hell is actually going on in London's night society. Holy shit, Tobias gathering vampire blood to make you know, correspondence magic on them. Holy shit. Major. Uh, is... Wait, what was that? <laughs> Tobias is gathering vampire blood to cast correspondence magic on them. Oh god, we gotta He's stop that. Or is that just a thing that's happening? I mean, you know. you know what, that sounds like just that sounds like just a thing that's happening yeah. that we know about as opposed to a thing we have to deal right. with. It's like watching a train and the brakes go, it's like, well, I can't well, stop that. Our problem. The brakes are already off. Yeah. That's somebody's problem. Like, that's a day for somebody. So, is there anything else for Elysium that you guys want to do before we wrap this up for tonight? 
Um, is Duke Silver gonna be real shitty about sharing the underworld with me? Um, like openly so, or Duke, is he in uh, order? Silver's will probably have a conversation with you at a later date. I'm pretty yeah, sure he's not. Right. He does not appreciate getting flexed on by the Baron. He certainly <laughs> does not appreciate getting flexed on by the Baron. However, he will respect the Baron's wishes because he's not an idiot. Also, like, let's be real honest here. There's like a billion miles of sewer under London and catacombs and bomb shelters and train stations and like ancient medieval-y yield London timey bullshit. And my character doesn't take up feeding ground. Like, having two vampires in the same feeding ground eats up the feeding ground. This is just a cult. Right. In the sewers. They couldn't... The cult wouldn't have been there before I arrived... So they couldn't have fed on it before because it didn't exist, and they can't feed on it now anyway. So just it really doesn't right. matter. But it's if all... we haven't physically encroached on their territory, it's probably safe for him to right. Know, but it's also a matter take of, a on it's it. also still a matter of vampires. At the end of the day, still have the beast to deal with. They still have uh, oh yeah the territorial nature of that to deal with. And what oh, yeah. you're doing is you are potentially encroaching on their territory. So they are probably like basically the the plan is for at some point when you guys have a meetup is going to be we're going to discuss where territories end and do not end uh, where end where mine ends and yours begins and then we can figure that out and if you don't want to come to an agreement with me then you might start messing with his beast and then after that it's going to get into Some vampire politics fucking up. Because that's yeah. where that you're going to start butting heads. You're like like yeah, I... End of Sadness is not gonna butt heads with uh with, with the Queen Anne and the Tremere Primogen and these other people. But End of Sadness is probably gonna butt heads with the dude who says all the sewers are mine. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Plus, I got that prime real estate with the demon hole. Right? Yeah. He doesn't use demon hole. He doesn't know how to. He doesn't know how to use the demon hole. Okay, that sounds like really <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> no, that was the thing I was saying earlier, Pete. Apparently in London, when, when they talk about like private, expensive, fancy schools, the term for it apparently is public school. Hmm. Oh, shit. Okay. That's bizarre. Like, like that's amazing, though, right? Like, it's something that someone told me once that that it, in in like America and Canada, when you say public school, you mean the public education system. But apparently, in Britain, it's like weird Britney slang for private schools. Well, the, one of us definitely sounds like a fucking idiot to the UK listeners at the moment. So. <laughs> Enjoy, right? That. Like, you know what? If I'm totally wrong about that, if I'm totally fucking off the the ball about that, that's fucking hilarious because that means someone taught me something wrong and I never corrected it. But it's still as funny if Layla's like, whoa, whoa, I went to public school. <laughs> yeah, fee charging school for older boys. Yeah, I think you're right actually on that. The ruling classes. All right. Yeah, look at that. I got it right. Yeah. I'm so happy that tidbit that's was correct. Okay. So, uh... <laughs> think that's going to wrap it up for yeah, the night? Thank God we recorded that important aside. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> It wasn't. We had to know. Look, I don't know what to tell. 
I don't want to tell you. It's what the listeners crave. Listen, as a listener, I was Devin. Uh, damn it! Okay, uh, <laughs> damn it, Brendan, Peter, Holden, and Sam. And this was sponsored by nobody. Signing off. This game is a collaboration between A Pair of Dice Lost and Sponsored by Nobody Podcasts. You can find us at apairofdicelost.podbean.com and sponsoredbynobody.podbean.com. You can find Exalted vs. World of Darkness over at holdenshearer.wordpress.com.